Please, Nellerson, what's that? That's a radio, boy. Yeah, what's it do? Don't you know what a radio is, boy? Well, sure, but I've never seen one like that before. No one ever saw one quite like that. Because that's a very special sort of radio. I heard it after everybody else did, so I thought it was better than a lot of people said. I thought it was trash, like this guy. hot trash. Oh, fine. And I, I mean, a lot of the songs are fun to play. So I like finding new songs to play from. It, it just seemed like some generic ass fucking yeah. It was just a lot of that, you know, like my personal sensibilities, like I get it. I, I tend not to like shit that sounds like popular pop rap stuff. If 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 it could be like five different people's song and it's hard to d- distinguish between that, then a lot of times I'm just going to automatically think like this is kind of like low art, you know, like easy to create formulaic type of art and i feel the same way about boom bap hip-hop shit like if it just sounds really formulaic it doesn't speak to me too much with the chance album it was like he was trying to make a kanye album to me that just didn't have any of the magic of kanye and his subject matter was just so trite and just what was he like talking about loving mm. his fucking wife and shit oh that's why they, that's why they made that joke i, I just saw didn't it. really care for it at all Heavy disagree. You didn't think that all those experiments with different types of sounds weren't like a fucking the life of Pablo approach or some shit? No, I didn't. I think feel it at all. He made, even though I don't agree with all the themes and you know his uh perspective, I think he made probably the best <coughs> grown rap album this year. You better. heard, you heard, little brother, right? Better than little. It's better than little brother. Bro. Oh Jesus! It's better Sometimes than. Sometimes I don't even know you. It's better than Kanye's. Not Kanye. It's better than a Commons album. Brother. Like he's so. Even though I don't agree, he's so mature about, um, being about his marriage. Mm. It's kind of refreshing to have a different perspective in hip hop. Yeah. That's not whack. <clears throat> Because, yeah. you know, a lot of people could be like, oh, I love my wife. Here's my album about my wife, and that shit is trash. But he approached it in a way that, you know, is listenable. And even though I don't agree, I can understand, you know, him being all about his marriage. And, you know, I'm fine with that. Mm. It's the jesus parts that I'm not super rocking with. Yeah. I, I got a feeling I would probably be getting into that if I chose to listen to that on the way home. So It's good, man. Or a lot of the songs are good. I wouldn't say the whole album is unskippable. Is it like Jesus-y, like, coloring book? No, it's Color- less Jesus. This one is heavy marriage. Okay. A lot of marriage talk. Okay. I'm, I'm about my wife type shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, a lot of that. Apparently, she cut him off, and he had to, like, get right. Really? Yeah. Like, sex-wise. Ooh. He has, a, he has one track where he's like, uh, Put a Spike Lee Wife, you went celibate, and I had to, you know, and... He had to like figure out how to get the pussy again or some shit. There's just so many trash bars and lines in the fucking album too. Listening to it was so cringeworthy to me at I almost mean, every point. Compared I know to your sensibilities who? are com- com- like the entire canon of fucking music. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> Chance is such a good rapper. The way he puts words together and the words he chooses. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna say he doesn't have a whack bar on there, but for you to say. 
com- that's why I said compared to who? Because a lot of niggas will have a whack bar well, sometimes. Like y- you're more likely to listen to a <coughs> style of music that those bars approach. Like I'm not listening to more of the type of popular albums that you listen to, and so maybe you make more. Space that's interesting. For that, you say that when you listen to Twenty One Savage and sing his praises. Well, <laughs> I, I I like Twenty One Savage uh, Savage for his qualities uh, in his music. I don't consider his raps great. And, I'm, and, I'm just saying, and, and Chance is a rapper. He's called Chance the rapper, and he just doesn't do it very well on this album. I don't think. Nah, I don't agree. And and, and I'm kind of surprised at, at your position on this because it's such an outlier opinion from like nearly every single music reviewer that I've read about like on that album. Like I'm saying, I'm not saying the whole album is. I'm not saying it's a classic by any means. And saying it's the best grown adult album of the year is contentious i could see little brother being in contention but other than that i i mean who else is making grown rap albums and and i have to just look in a respectable way because like like we said with common's album it's fine but at times it sounds a little i'd have to check here's his hokey pokey you know approaching tyler perry steve harvey-esque opinion Mm. chance the rapper sounds like a fucking youth pastor on this shit it's just so corny to me. Some, yeah. I mean, like I said, he definitely talks about his marriage. Like that's like ninety percent of his subject matter. But I'm gonna disagree with you when you say the whack bar stuff because Chance is a very good rapper and he's that's dope. what that's what stands out to me though is that he doesn't have like a lot of bars on this are just bad. I, I disagree. I'd like to bring it up, but like, like I'm not going to. His flow is incredible. Incredible is such a like. <laughs> we don't have to spend much time on it, but you know, like it, it's it, it, this is uh, maybe this is a good place to start with the uh, like the conversation. Is it's like, hold on, let me just put some music on in the background for us. So, did so, you listen to okay, Acid Can you get that door, please? I can. Yeah. That's my favorite album of his. Yeah, same. Easily, I me think too. easily. I think I think most people would say that's his best work. I, Except him. Yeah. I think if it wasn't a mixtape, who cares about his opinion though? It'd be <laughs> his best album. I think this is his yeah. best album because Acid Rap has some like other people's beats and stuff. It has like a mixtape quality. I, I am so just shocked. You said this is his best album. It's not my favorite, but it's his best. Like okay. you know, like when niggas say they release an album, like Acid Rap is a mixtape, pretty yeah. much. Is it? Yeah. I, I thought. Well, it was yeah. It was I think it's an album really? now. Yeah. Well, you know, it's around There's that time. There's a line that, that, you know. A couple of the things I, we're talking I, I about today it, fall into it, that Like box. the last Kanye joint, like that, to me, that's an EP, but to him, it's an album. So it okay. just depends on us. You know what I mean? Uh, Seven tracks is an EP to me. Mm. Like if that shit oh, don't okay, go over okay. 45 minutes, yeah, then yeah, that shit yeah. is an EP, right? Right. Isn't that how it should work? I don't know. I mean, I'm. That's the official. I definitely prefer. Uh, a concise album and once it reaches after 40 going to 50 to an hour it better be worth all those tracks and that's yeah. one reason why i wasn't enjoying the big day so much is because yeah. that's how it used to be it was man. like an hour and a half an hour and a half yeah that um, i had to listen to that in like three sittings that yeah. um <laughs> big punisher album yeah. is 20 tracks and most of it is fire, but that's like the standard back in the day. Right. Well, back in the day, you're buying a, a physical piece of art. You wanted to get all fucking 75 minutes, 70 minutes. That would fit yeah, on you had to CD. fill a CD. At, first, at a point, it became like 80 minutes could fit on a Plus, CD. But, you know, like, they used to get paid for how many songs they did. 
Yeah. And there was like in the contract you have to have this many songs. Yeah. And but, like hip hop back then, following the Biggie formula, you needed a girl song, you needed a posse cut, you right. needed a story, you needed a street cut. You, like you, you yeah. had to hit all these tracks. Collaborations. Oh, yeah. There's something to be said about like that sp sweet spot of an album length, and I felt that way a lot about Fonte's album last year. It's just like a good album, it's like 33 minutes, multiple tracks, multiple concepts, well thought out, just sweet. And sometimes like uh, I feel like a lot of these artists, especially with streaming metrics these days, they try to pack in a bunch of these little songs just to get the streams up. Like the Migos last joint, what was it, Culture 2, is like 57 songs. No, I don't even know that's a fake number, but you know, <laughs> like it's a it's a technique that a lot of these artists, these like streaming centric artists are using to boost up their streaming. Streaming's weird, man. Like m most people don't even know that Tribe Called Quest album is a double album because of streaming. The Thank You for Your Service? Yeah. You got that was a double? I had no idea. I mean, why would you? You just yeah. press play and or right. download the yeah. files and let it run. But yeah. Also, like, you know, there might be 30 tracks, but a lot of them are like two minutes these days mm. i'm speaking in general like you know uh toby lou's album's long as hell but yeah. most of his songs are sure. under three minutes there seems I, I read a really good article a couple months back that was uh kind of highlighting this trend of artists uh albums uh songs getting shorter and shorter and they highlighted a few people like even kendrick's damn album is much different than uh his previous projects and consistently the track lengths are getting shorter and shorter uh, i like that way it's like when i like when the the beat change became yeah. prolific throughout hip-hop i like you could see it happen like oh this song's a beat change that's unique and then more people started having yeah. the beat change in the middle of the song now almost everybody does that shit. I, I think it's kind of indicative of where we're at as a culture is being inundated by all of this media type of shit. people's attention spans yeah, are short as shit. like uh social media rewiring right. niggas brains and shit. this is why i i, I like artists who kind of go against the grain when it comes to popular tropes in music and one of the reasons that like a lot of if a sound is popular like you might have an artist that's just a little bit different and can rap over it and it sounds cool but it, like this popular sound it's it, something about it just doesn't speak to me the same way as like an artist that is radically trying to be creative and go against the grain and i think all of the great artists um throughout maybe the history of music or the history of hip-hop um they tend to do that you know what i mean like the albums that are on the top of our list right now uh they're radically different they're they're a little bit strange like that's a like kanye west uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy he was doing things that were different from what was going on in popular music now looking back you hear everybody changed their sound after that but it was kanye that was like a delineation like that marks a change in certain sound and he did that throughout his whole career and it's just one of the things about music to me like if somebody just sounds like everybody else i'm just kind of like be it good or bad or i like it or don't i just don't think that it really approaches like a level of high art that is just like really a masterpiece piece of artwork you know what i mean and like that's kind of where i tend to focus my uh, kind of objective opinions about it is like where does it sit in creativity as a singular piece of art and and what's what makes this important what makes it different other than just me subjectively finding it enjoyable because i guess we should yeah we're getting into clarify it for them like what we're trying to do with the list because we didn't even introduce shit we didn't do nothing we're just oh, going shit. into it all right well yeah, before yeah. we do that let me say cake i just saw your messages my bad i didn't respond to that uh, it's okay. okay and mega can i get the wi-fi real quick nah b 
No, hold on. <laughs> I don't even know where it's at. I'll, I'll, I'll do the intro. Yo, welcome to the Mega Late Show from whenever uh, I cut this shit and it comes in. Uh, yo, we are the dopest, most wokest podcast in Asia. We're the Japan. most swole podcast right now, too. Cake in here looking with the arms. Well, I'm not super why, why swole. I'm not swole at all. I'm just nigga. Hey, they don't really <laughs> see pictures of us too often. Like, let it be. Let you it sit. Yeah, I was just going to ride that compliment. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool. Yo, That's hey, all of us. Yeah, we, we hold on, nigga. I'm still in the intro. Y'all <laughs> niggas hold up. Yo, uh, Mega Late Show, number one hip-hop, Tokyo Dope Culture Podcast. Uh, my name is Late. I'm here with my life partner, sometimes platonic, sometimes mm. don't ask you questions. Uh, Hi, Mega. Yo, uh, we're here with two guests, uh, past guests on the show. Friends of the show. Absolutely. Uh, considered unofficial members of That's right. MLS. Uh, can you introduce them while I look up the episode numbers? No doubt, no doubt. Uh, we are here with uh, B-Boy Extraordinaire, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu practitioner. <laughs> well, a good friend of ours, you may, uh, you may recognize him and his voice from uh, an episode we did with the uh, magnificent DJ Main One. Who, uh, great guy, phenomenal uh, OG within uh, b-boy culture and DJ culture altogether. Uh, and Cake is back again for this lovely discussion with us. Peace, Shout out Cake. to Chocolate Cake. Thanks for having right. me. I haven't uh, been a b-boy for at least a year or two. Never, I've been on no, the rap I, game recently. It, it never, oh, did you? You never lose the. You never lose the prefix. You okay. never lose it. You never lose the title, man. What do y'all say? Huh. Get busy. You don't get busy anymore. Do y'all say get busy or did I make that up? You might have, yeah, you I mean, mean, like I'll I'm get, sure somebody has said it. I'll at get some down point. at parties every now and then, but I'm not, I'm not practicing like that anymore. I'm not, I'm not going there three, four times a week. To How session. old are you now? 26. Yeah, that happens. It happens. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I stopped when I was like 21, though. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But. Yo, so my, you my interests shape, have though? funneled in Are different you, areas of hip hop right now. Right, right. So. Well, you're making music right now, that's Layback right. CX, you that's and right, the folks that's right. performing more. And that's I haven't right. been out to see you guys perform, but I've heard a few album cuts. Okay. And uh, you're, you're, you're killing it. You're doing well, man. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Word up. Word up. Um, so thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me. And also, we got the god Masi over here. Uh, you may recognize Masi from our episode that we did a few months back with Imani, uh, Pokemon Swag. He was one of the, uh, the, we had a lot of geek talk that episode, which is something that I love. And so we got a lot of melanin in the room today, a lot of biceps, you know what I mean? And <laughs> everything is wonderful. And we're going to do our, we don't really have an official title for it, but we call it kind of the every album of the decade ever kind of, it, it's a project yeah. that we're working on. It's almost 2020. You know, we're about to go into the 20s. And uh, before everybody else puts out their lists at the end of the year, we started this maybe, I don't know, early, like the first quarter of 2019. Yeah. Kind of randomly decided, you know, let's talk about all these albums that have come out since 2010 yeah. and try to assign where they should be in relations to each other yeah. in our opinions and uh i was saying we were just having a discussion about the qualities in the album you yeah. like this list is not objective at all like we try to reach some kind of objectivity like a yeah. mega late we're, show we're, objectivity it's towards objectivity i think but i think we appreciate different qualities especially when we're considering an album a classic or the greatest of the decade right. uh so we haven't 
reached a uniform agreement on what makes an album great. And and I don't think that we ever really would unless we sat down and we try to create a kind of a syllabus or an approach to do this. And, um, you know, I was interested to have you in here, Cake, because you listened to the last episode that we did on this with Omar, um, uh, the OG, uh, late OG Omar. Um, and during that conversation, you know, I kind of just always assumed that we were taking the same approach to this, but mm. I guess we were a little bit all over the place. And it's difficult. What we're doing right now is something that's kind of whack, to be honest with you, to try to determine albums in a like categorically ranking them numeric, you know, numerically, because like we're talking about different approaches and we've come across this problem in the debate. Like the qualities that I see in Lupe Fiasco's joint is not something the late notices. And so where do we kind of get there and how do we place albums that we just kind of like and we, you know, we like for this reason because it suits our sensibilities and where does it fit like towards an objective approach against the entire canon of music and hip-hop in particular and now i know cake after you listened to that episode you hit me up and you was like yo this is a little bit kind of a, a difficult thing that you guys are doing Extremely so maybe you difficult. should like i you were you were thinking like maybe a way to approach it do you want to like hit, hit us off with like that opinion you yeah know what I mean? well I mean, I did listen to the episode, and I do think it's it's difficult if if you have a lot of guests on the show and they're saying we like this for this reason, but we like whatever this album for this reason. And when you look at the list, you know there might be some albums that are better than others, but not as good as others. So right. it, it's it's a little bit difficult. So you know, when I was this was like in college, in early college, when I was really getting into anime. Uh, there would be not lists of what are the greatest from one to 30, but you would have different genres of a show or different genres of anime. Like you have mecha, you would have slice of life, you would have action adventure, and they wouldn't be listed in any particular order, but like these are, you know, classics or great yeah. ones in this genre. And once you hear these, you can go off to whatever direction sure. you want. But it's just a, a general recommendation list of, well, I kind of want to watch an adventure anime, but I don't know. So right. I go check this out and then, okay, there are all these ones here. Yeah. Kind of like that. I sent them a, that picture that we had in the mega late group chat that we those couple of pictures the that we found joints yeah it was like if you like this and you exactly if you like this type of dark atmosphere you yeah, might yeah. get and you like more of like the dissonance and you might like like this death grips but with more weed right right yeah. right right well you you know like we also recently started doing something just extemporaneously we just just started doing it like this every uh, top iffy mcs and basically we're not saying like this mc is number one like top five we're just saying like this is well the we are kind of saying that but we're not the first not, the, actually, not the first part but the second right. part like we're not saying oh he's number 33 yeah yeah but we're saying like there can be 15 or 20 mcs that might sound like they could be in the top 10 yeah you know what yeah. i mean like it sounds like they could be there so maybe a way to rank these albums would be like that like good kid mad oh. city seems like a number one like a like a number like a high tier like a 10 out of 10 type of album yeah. i feel like these we're are approaching the title almost if we kept going on that uh way of way of thinking yeah. we i think we would arrive at a title for this list but i think we should just go ahead and get into it right i was now. getting really excited that you were going to be able to pin something down now nah, let's not do that we we, yeah. we just don't have a name for the damn shit yeah. you know what i mean so, so yeah, yeah don't feel like 
you know, you have to approach our sensibilities yeah. with the album. Like, oh, Mega, you know, it's not going to hit his shit or, yeah. you know, Late doesn't want to listen to that right. shit. Just however y'all yeah. feel and we're going to work it out. Sure. And on top of it, a lot of it is, I mean, like we've been saying, everybody has different qualities. We're not trying to assign a quality. So a lot of it, we leave up to chance also, mm. and not chance the rapper. If we decide, you know, we can't come to an agreement, you well, know, we might do rock, paper, scissors, or yeah. flip a coin or some shit. It, it, you know, I can. I, there was a top 50 MCs all time list that came out recently, and it really just highlighted how many people like you don't dis, you don't agree with mm. when it comes to ranking these type of things. And we don't expect this to be like a definitive list. Mostly, this is just a list of us having fun conversations about yeah. art with our friends, and right. so that's why we like to bring y'all in to, to yeah. do Plus it. Plus, we're not gonna hit yeah. all the albums definitely right. we're probably not gonna hit all the albums we want to talk about right and yeah. like you heard just in the beginning of the this recording where um late is expressing his appreciation for the new chance why i vehemently dislike that thing <laughs> you know what i mean and so it's like at, at a time like that if late wanted to rank that number one and i wanted to rank that 20 then it's going to end up in 10 because that's the split <laughs> you know what i mean so but that that being said uh, I want to give a special shout out to uh, Naomi and Brooklyn Terry. Recently spoke to them. They said they are avid listeners. So shout out right. to everybody that listens to the podcast. We appreciate all of y'all Tanakas out there. If you could like, uh, comment, five star, share, all yeah. that good shit. All I really want you to do is just tell somebody. Like, I don't need a reshare or nothing. I saw some shit the other day that bugged me out on Black Creatives Japan, right? And it's like, we don't post in there like that. That's a Facebook just, group. Yeah. Black Creatives Japan, like, we don't post in there like that because right. we just not social media type of guys, really. But in the post, somebody was like, I'm coming to Tokyo. Where's all the dope hip-hop shit? And people was like, maybe here, maybe here, maybe here. And nobody was like, yo, fucking listen to the last five minutes of every episode of the Mega Late Show. We're going to talk about every single hip-hop event that we know that's happening. Mm, right. We have a, we literally have a calendar of everything. If somebody hits us up and is like, yo, I'm doing a show, it goes on the calendar. And this is from you know the highest tier artists to the most underground open mics or beat battles or just whatever this popping and i was like damn like people people on there know that of the we know too. Yeah. and i was like ah. it, it 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 made me feel a way not about the people and not about getting a post but it made me feel like damn maybe we need to go ahead and start poking people in the eye a little bit more just mm -hmm. to help out because right. what we're doing uh you know to pat ourselves on the back is a tremendous service right yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah that calendar yeah. takes time yeah. yeah and late late is the one that handles all that shit like i might put an event on once every month but you know it, it it's dope like sometimes like i was just chilling and i was like oh what do i want to do today i was like oh, okay let's look at the calendar like, oh this is tight I, mean, I could go to sofa if i want but i'm gonna go to hot because they get free pancakes at hot Hey. But you're quick to think about the calendar. I know about the calendar, but I might not be quick to think yeah. about it. So I think maybe even those people in that group might even know the calendar. Yeah. It's just not the first thing that came to their right. mind when they wanted to make the recommendation. You know, Lady and I are going to have our meeting again soon and do some rebranding and things. But I think one of the things that would be smart for us to do is to make one minute uh, Instagram posts long of the upcoming events that are, you know mm. what I mean? Just be like, boom, check what was going out, you stupid ass bitch. <laughs> That's a good idea. You know what I mean? Like, even if, you know, just rifle off the hot joints real fast within right. a minute and just cut and post that for for the, for a joint. Like you were saying yeah. about short tension fans. Yeah, today. for real. 
In fact, we're going to start cutting the episodes into like five minute segments <laughs> and posting 35 <laughs> fucking 60, 60 episodes. Well, that's a criticism Cake has had of the pie. Well, I think a few people, but that's the only Cake has expressed to me. Yeah, uh, this is a thing that I read on my little social, uh, my 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 podcasting groups and shit. They're like, if you got long episodes, break them up because it doubles your listens. You know, yeah. like it doubles your listens. And if you have four, it, it quadruples your listens. And it's like a way to get more listens and shit. Yeah. But it's just like, I think we could probably split ours in two. But, you know, me and Late is busy as hell as it is. Yeah, but anyways, let's go into this. I guess we're going to go ahead and talk about these albums. Or is there anything in particular happening in hip-hop culture that we should discuss? Any new albums that y'all paying attention to? Did y'all listen to New Earth Gang? Did y'all listen to, to new uh, JPEG Mafia, the new Conway, Dean Spencer? Listen to the Earth King album. How did you uh, feel about it? Um, I enjoyed a few songs. I listened to it once. I didn't really give it a, a really great shot, but yeah. I really like Up. It's a really, really dope song, and I play that, you know, when I when in the morning, you know, yeah. when I wake up and I'm getting ready for work. It's one of those songs that I play. Yeah. So I really like that. Uh, who's the dude? Venus? I forget. Yeah. John, Johnny, Johnny Venus. Venus. Johnny Venus. Yeah, I really like. I like his verse. I like his eccentricity. Um, I like how he's doing on the hook. Like it's it's really really cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of really great musical qualities about it. Like um, Lade and I have this conversation quite often because I think Lade and I really appreciate a certain sound that they used to make that we thought they were really good at. And while their art artistry has grown and expanded and become new things, and they've gotten better in almost every regard in in every regard, uh, and they're kind of really fully realized artists with this, it just doesn't really catch me. Uh, from track to track it's kind of just like I like how you drop your phone you're just like alright that means I'm done <laughs> but, but yeah it's like it's, it's a good it's a solid album I, I, I like it for what it is for sure the new JPEG Mafia came out apparently yesterday and I haven't listened to it but I'm gonna I didn't like any of the well not that they were bad they just didn't click with me like some of his older stuff yeah. the singles or whatever that were released I gotta admit I sometimes just like that the song titles more than I like yeah. the actual music sometimes the album is called um, All My Heroes Are Cornballs, and I like that. You listen to the album? <laughs> Not all the way. I just listen to a few. I think he has a cover of an NSYNC song on there or a bad, a Backstreet Boys song. He, like, interpolates a nice. course. Yeah. He's, he's an interesting artist. He's... He's not an artist that I recommend to people that are like rap fans. They're like, yo, I like hip hop. I'm like, yeah, you don't. I'm, I never said anything about JPEG Mafia. Yo, who this is, is this? Quiet. This is Pete Rock. That shit is hard. Yo, you played two beats on the last episode that I meant to get with you about because they were. The last episode? Yeah. They were the hot. I don't remember. The word. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Anybody else got some shit to talk about? No, nah, I can't think of any. Mossy? I'm thinking of albums I listened to that came out recently. I listened to that new Jadena. Uh, that one's, yeah. Actually, yeah, that mm -hmm. shit is good. Yeah. yeah. Actually, really like we're not playing any music today, but I've been listening to two artists. I'm sorry. Did you want to elaborate on Jadena? I mean, I, I only listened, I listened to it twice all the way through. I liked it. Um, I mean, you know. Did you, you like it more than the first album? See, that's the thing. Like, uh, I'm, no. sometimes I don't finish, like, uh, you like something, but you don't listen to it a lot. Mm, it yeah. doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just I'm not in the mood sometimes. Fair but, enough. Uh, All day. I really liked the f the first half of the album. I was really digging, and then I guess like I either got tired or I wasn't impressed with the the latter half. Yeah. It's that intro was 
that. Super fire. I played that. Yeah, uh, that shit well, I forget who it was that we had on, but I played that on the podcast a few two episodes ago. ago. Yeah, and it was um, it's dope. But I, I think I, I think it's play. better than his first album. It's more cohesive. Yeah, and I, just, I and I love the African tinges on it. Yeah, I, that, I, th- that. I agree with you that it's more cohesive and it might be a, a better altogether project. But like a few of the tracks on the first joint just really speak to me. Mm. White niggas is, that was, is that was incredible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, what is it? The Chief joint? Yeah. yeah. That joint is hard. So Yo, hard. he's a good ass rapper. Yeah, he is. He, he really kind of got rid of the whole like antebellum dress style that he had, like yeah. real, you know what I mean? Oh, I haven't seen any but of this. But now he's like, imagery. well, on the cover, he's just in a t shirt and blue jeans or whatever. So yeah. uh, maybe he's rebranding. Shout out to the rebrand. Yo, I don't know <laughs> what's like the vibe in Atlanta right now, but niggas is singing a lot more, which mm. is fine. But if y'all niggas can rap, y'all should rap, man. I like it when y'all niggas rap. Yeah. That's what I like about Earth Gang, because they be singing. That's what I used to like about Earth Gang. And they still be rapping, which is fun. Like, yo, some of the dopest MCs out right now are straight out of Atlanta. Like, JID, I put him in the booth against anybody, bar for bar. I was about to say, when when JID starts singing, I'm going to be really sad. I'm going to feel like we lost something. He was singing on uh, Hereditary, that one record on uh, Mm. the first. It's just hereditary. The Never Story. Mm. Yeah. I kind of like yeah, that, though. But, you know, <laughs> but he hasn't transitioned to full-blown. Like, Earth Gang got some tracks. This is like, oh, this is like a wave. You know what I mean? The bars are the waves. Like, time but to sing and shit. Shout out to my nigga Forte Boyd. That nigga can sing all he wants. That nigga's dope. That new Rhapsody, to- too, I listened to. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we talked about that at length, uh, one of the recent episodes, which is why I think I it was last up, episode. But, but and yeah, I mean, and outside of the podcast, that album phenomenal. is incredible yeah it's a contender for an album of the year personal favorite album of the year for me i think yeah. just immediately probably top five about eve yeah i really like it yeah. it's really good i haven't heard it yet man they got some joints on there that it's just like mm. i was gonna say uh i've been listening to two artists recently uh one just released the album sampa the great i haven't listened to the album oh, yet yeah, but yet. the singles are good mm. uh definitely check her out she's dope Jesus. and someone i recently rediscovered because i checked them out earlier uh like three years ago just you know because it was kind of quirky and i was interested this like white girl named ash nico and i say white girl because she sounded like a white girl experimenting with rapping for the first time when i first listened to her but she popped up on my spotify recently so i was like oh i wonder what she's been up to and she's fucking dope now she's like uh She's got all this character and personality, and she's got a style. Like, she's a. When I say swag, I don't mean she sounds like she's from Atlanta. She's just like dripping with, you know, that undefinable characteristic where it's like, oh, I like you have a strong aura type shit. Mm. Yeah, she has a perspective, and it's dope. If we were playing songs, I might save her song for next week unless some new dope shit comes out. But yeah, she has a, a dope song I'm very obsessed with right now called Invitation. Did anybody listen to the new Young Thug? Are you guys not Young Thuggers? You guys I did not thuggers? listen to it. I haven't no? listened to it. I haven't listened to any nah. Young Thug. Nah, I'm a fan. People, don't, people think that I'm not going to be a lot, I feel. I wonder why. Now, yeah. now you see these... <laughs> Chance the rapper bar criticisms <laughs> become more you know, hard young for me to rock I, I felt it. I knew he was going to He's say. not <laughs> trying to rap, though. He's doing something completely different. All right. Yeah. Nobody cares about his bars. I don't go to him for bars. And he mean, also doesn't say corny shit like that. His shit this, ain't corny. This makes conversations. I have difficulty colorful. having conversations with 
you know, objectiveness with people. Because I'm like, compared to what? Like, what are you comparing things to when we do these things? His previous albums is what I'm talking about. These are the corniest bars that Chance has ever had. Also, some of his best rappings on this. Not to go back into this conversation. Did you listen to Ultra Light Beam? He's rapping on that level still on parts of this album. Masi's face is how I feel. Right I, I'm scared to listen to it now because now I got all these. He's thinking things. like this doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the, right, all right. I don't know. It's kind of weird. You can't even objectively say, "Oh yeah, a lot of the, not even a lot. Some of the rapping is on there is. It's not. It's a bit hyperbolic. No, I'm not saying that everything is bad about it. I'm saying that those terrible bars are over, like fucking bad. Override the good parts. Yeah. Do you? Well, it's not that they override. It's just there's too many moments that that happens to during the raps for me. Well, I've also stopped listening to the songs that I didn't like. So maybe I'm not. Those aren't in mm. rotation as much for me. Well, to be fair, I only gave it a, a once over. And, that, and, and and I did the same thing with uh, I'm kind of glad that Yo shout out to our guy Mike Magic Because he was supposed to be here But there was a miscommunication oh, <laughs> He was gonna He was gonna choose Ludacris' Battle of the Sexes album To listen to And boy I was having a hard time Getting through that shit I Dang. tried to listen to it again This morning Dang. While I was cleaning, is there no point in my life that this album would be sensible None. for me to listen to? Zero. Do I have to be a janitor at a strip club? Or like, you know, <laughs> like really hate myself, but in an environment that, yeah. ooh, Mike Magic. That was an interesting choice. So I don't think we're going to get no. in depth with it or put it on the list because no, the guy who submitted it is yeah, in here. Uh, but I think we can talk a little bit about, at least on that way. Like, yeah. I don't know when... Like, why did Ludacris make that album, you know? <laughs> like, I thought it was a, a partnership album with him and Shauna. Like, that's what I thought it was going to be, but it's not that. It's just a lot of songs about sex. And I don't know when I ever want to hear that from Ludacris outside of one single or yeah. something else. I feel like like uh, Masi and I were talking about it a little bit before we started the podcast. And I feel like, like he was just trying to... It, it, I've used this to describe Ghostface before. Like Ghostface just at a certain point started making Ghostface type rap. Ghostface as himself. And I feel that Ludacris was like, yo, back in the day when I used to rap in this style over this type of beat about this type of content, I was at my apex. I was at my peak. So let me just try to go ahead and recreate that with a callous disregard of the musical environment around me and just make my sound. And so it comes off to me as like this really weird album that is like ludicrous but also kind of a parody of ludicrous yeah it reminds me of like the bad boys 3 trailer it's like it's a serious trailer but it looks like a parody of bad boys yeah. 3. like yeah. it, this is not a real movie this is like a funny thing they put out to make it seem like they're gonna make one and it of course it's like the actual product but to me there's just something about it that is forced and unnatural ungodly Every day we stray further from God's from life. God's life. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> and this joint was just like... It's not... I like Ludacris, man. Same. His first album is very Southern. Second album is a little more commercial. But Ludacris was a unique character, especially when he first came out. Uh, him and Missy are kind of similar, at least image-wise, especially with the videos. But Ludacris, especially being from Atlanta and remembering him from being on the radio, it was just like dope to have that representation and he's a nice mc but yeah this album sounds it's, a little lazy yeah. a little uh contrived forcing uh, a subject or theme that didn't necessarily need to be done 
and not enough female representation for the subject matter. Yeah, he he tried to do that little cute uh, my chick bad. He did the first one and then he did a remix. Yeah, the remix. Like, yeah. Everybody on it. It was the most boring thing I ever heard. And <laughs> it, was, it was so boring. Yeah. And um, I guess we do have to take into account it did come out in 2010. Yeah. So I was thinking, was this the hot in 2010? No. No? Mm-hmm. Well, no. I mean, for us, objectively, I don't know, man. In 2010, I mean, I didn't listen to it, so maybe no. But I can't remember all of my sensibilities in 2010. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? I, I can say that this has never been my vibe, really. I remember hating on that track when it came out. But at least the sound, you know what I mean? Because now it, it, it sounds, sounds dated. super dated. But at the time, you know, ludicrous. I'm sure he's working with top-notch producers and he's yeah, keeping I mean, on like the trend. I didn't feel like the production was bad. Can you choke up on the mic a oh, little bit more? Yeah. I didn't feel like the production was bad. I just felt like this is a, this is like he's doing what he did previously, but not as well. That's it. Like, yeah. I, this is how I feel about a lot of shit like that. Like mm. it's, it's got all the sensibilities that you would expect to sound good or to have people be over. But there's something just that is just lifeless about it to me. Right. It sounds to me like a track that somebody would put on like y- fucking YouTube. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Lu- like ludicrous type, type rap. Yeah. And it's like, it seemed it, it, like if it wasn't for his excellent ability at rapping, like the music just falls stale to me right. on a level of just like nothing about this is particularly good. And it's like, even though he's such a phenomenal wordsmith and has these great qualities, it's just like they don't seep through because it seems like the artistic intent that he had wasn't like coming from a real place to me. Mm-hmm. It just seems kind of lifeless. Like, let me just, it's like, it's like trying to fuck a dick, like, like trying to fuck your chick, but your dick is soft. So you just kind of like squeeze it and try <laughs> to force fuck? it in oh and God. just hope that it gets hard again. You know what I mean? But you soft, you know what I mean? You give it a little bit of the, that, you know I mean? that's a ludicrous line. Give right it a quarter, the quarter step. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like even, actually, yeah. Yo, shout out to any anybody who's done that or who's had that done to them. Peace to the gods. That's the most insulting thing to have done to you. Peace uh, to the gods. If, if a man ever does that to you, our, our women <laughs> listeners, that man has yo, no man, respect for you. Yo, my wife might to this podcast. She's going to be like, yo, he really doesn't respect yo, me. Shout out to Miss Robinson, son. But yeah, that is... <laughs> I find that the utmost disrespect a man can give a woman. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm the oldest one here, fam. Like, you know what I mean? At a certain point. Oh, not to say I've not done it, because sometimes, you know, the mind wants, but the body is lacking. You know what I mean? Weak. The flesh is weak. Yeah, <laughs> the flesh is weak. <laughs> Gotta, you know, it, you try to show respect. Uh, let me give her the quarter staff, but yeah. it's really disrespect. Yo, you should just have a conversation with your lady, quarter like, staff. I would want, but not to, you know, be responsible yeah. about yeah. it. But not. Yeah. Yeah. Quarter staff, super disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, yeah. shout out to uh, you know Shinjuku. I'm gonna leave a, li- a link in the post, you, in, in in the show notes. You can go there and get two dollar Viagra, uh, you know, what <laughs> mean? knock off Viagra joints. You know, Mega Late Show, new sponsor. Yeah, but yeah, that I mean, nothing against Ludacris. He's been out of the game for a long time. Mm. Uh, he his heart's just not Last in it anymore. Last album's 2015, I think. Yeah, he had a diss track about somebody, Takashi Six Nine, a couple years ago. They there was going at it, and mm. nobody cares. Yeah. Like, uh, Ludacris, you had a long, rich career. Like, yeah, this Battle of Sexes album is so old, it has, like, a hashtag bar on it. You remember those? Like, mm. Drake used to do? Oh, yeah. Something, something. And it's whack. Something. It's a like terrible yeah, yeah. bar. Yeah. Mm. It's like, she got me going up. 
balloons or some yeah. shit like that. It's That's very tight. Bad. It was bad. <laughs> it, was, it was bad That's at the. It was the face you made. I'm sorry. It was bad at the time. Yeah. Like I remember people talking about uh, it. I, th- I remember Drake talking about it. Yeah. He was yeah. like, "Oh, it's over. Yeah. Hashtag rap is over." Yeah. After that. Yeah. Oh man. See, I missed that. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. You didn't miss. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably listening to like fucking. I don't even know what I was listening to in 2010. Yeah. Let's get into these other albums that Bet. I enjoyed a good bit more. Bet. Who wants to start? Where, where are we at timeline? Should we take a break or? No, I thought you got a vamp. In a minute. Yeah, man. I don't know. Let's get back into it. Yo. Yo, shout out to the, these new uh, background music. Uh, Ms. Boom Bap. Figure Braslevic. And Glad to Mecca. Some, uh, I think they're all from Europe. Word. Producers. And uh, the the last uh, I don't know forty thirty minutes or whatever of music was Pete Rock's uh, return of the SP twelve hundred joint. I forget the name of it, but it's all beats made off check of that SP twelve hundred. It's dope, man. Like that's my dream piece of equipment. If I could get one piece of, I mean, equipment, that's the Mecca, man. Yeah. Or I don't know if you can call it a piece of equipment the Mecca, but that's was Rizzo's go to. Oh, that's a lot there. of people's go to. I thought that, like Mecca, like a like a like a Gundam. That's how. No, my oh, brain technically yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. it is. Word. It is the Mecca. Yeah, I thought you were actually. Thing. That's what I meant when Boom, I first said. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from the start. I'm gonna cut this part. I actually, I, you're gonna cut this part. Hell no, you're not. Uh, I'm gonna hide it. Let me move a marker. And shit. No, um, yeah, straight up and down. I actually just ordered a, a a new piece of equipment. I'm excited to get started making beats again. I ordered a, a machine MK3. Oh, you so ordered I, it? Yeah, I'm that's the new one, it. right? Yeah, um, it came out like two years ago, but it's the newest model. It's the second newest model. They got the micro after that. It doesn't have the screens, but yeah, I'm I'm all Are you I'm just all hungry for gonna it. Gonna use that hardware nice. style, or are you gonna link it with something? Well, it has to be. It it's, it's more of a MIDI controller than it is a standalone piece, so it's okay. like, but it functions like a, a production center, and so I'll just use it with the computer. Uh, uh, I mean, which uh, software are you gonna use? Which DAW? It has it has a soft it has a software, but it's compatible with Ableton and like Fruity Loops. But I'm probably just yeah. gonna use their software really? and then probably sequence on Reaper since I already got it. We'll see. Should probably get into another DAW. Did you pay for I'll, Reaper or did you? Reaper's free. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Well, Reaper's you can, free. You, you can purchase it. You, you you should purchase it. It's like sixty dollars. Yeah. Every every time I I sign on, it reminds me. It's like <laughs> this software is not yeah, free. Yeah, like th- that's that's what and it's, it's like you've been using this for eight hundred and forty two yeah, days. Yeah. Everyone two thousand fifty four times. Everyone anxious, should purchase man. it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure and once not. the Mega Late Show Patreon and PayPal donation page really Promise. start popping, that's going to be Mega and I are going to split that purchase. That is our goal. Oh yeah. It's been and our goal since gonna pay 2017. For, we're also going to pay for Winamp or, or, or WinRAW. <laughs> oh, Win 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 we're going to have to fucking... Uh, hey, yo, I do mean? donate to Wikipedia, so I feel pretty Shout good about Shout out to myself. you. I, I, I thought about that when they were trying <laughs> to guilt, guilt me. Into yo, those <laughs> Japanese pages are... Yo, they yeah. made that thing huge. huge. Like, you yeah, gotta scroll yeah. down just I to see the name of the times. page you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do got a hella big advertisement now. Shout out to... Uh, and I'm like, yo, I'm subscribed. Yeah. <laughs> right? I need to log in. No doubt. Uh, what, what were we talking, what were we talking about? about? Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Native Instruments, I don't know if they have a... I've never heard anything about their software. No, like, uh, it's supposed to be pretty decent, but, like, really polishing up a track, like, Ableton, for sure, is the superior. You've got Ableton, right? No, nah, I had a crack version, but it broke on us, and that's why we use Reaper. And, see, I thought about getting the Ableton Push 2, which is expensive, but fucking Ableton 
the program is just as much as a piece of equipment. It's, it's like $1,800 to get the push and fucking Ableton. So I was like, yo, I'm not paying $800 for Bet. this. And I don't want to have something that, like, I'm getting a cracked version. It's crashing on me and shit. So I just went with the MK3. Should be fun. Back yeah, the studio's there. about to look super nice. Yeah, I got to get rid of that TV. You see the screens falling off and shit. Oh, yeah. Pretty I was soon ask that's going to fucking last time. It's gonna fuck you up one of these days. Turn around and slice your neck. No more. Uh, Damn, that got morbid. My bad, fam. Hold on. No more cracked you out. You could have said, like, uh, Olympic sonic video. rings or something right. like yeah. that. Keep it. Yeah. No more. Yo, I love those videos. Somebody gets hit and the rings pop Probably. out. I like that shit. No more uh, cracked out uh, Olympic videos. I like that aesthetic yeah. we had for a little bit. We did. You know. We should hang it on the wall. I love it when I talk about mega's place like it's mine like i tell niggas oh yeah get some water <laughs> yeah, it's in the fridge right. and now let's hang up a screen in here yeah right <laughs> <laughs> nah that's all good now we, we, we definitely kind of need relationship more. going we need on more art in yeah. here though platonic but you know sometimes yeah, not yeah yo whose album are we talking about first let's do a rock scissors paper joint mm. Four ways, right? rock six. One, one two three, three. so we're talking about mine yeah, first yeah let's do yeah. yours uh, Wiz Khalifa, Kush and Orange Juice, released in 2010. I consider it that last wave, like we were kind of talking about, is Acid Rap album? Is it, you know, a mixtape? It's either the mid or towards the end of that, you know, delineation. Like, oh, is this a mixtape? Is this like a full project kind of thing? I think it's his best work. And it's the first thing that got me into Wiz Khalifa, and then everything after that got me off of Wiz Khalifa, pretty <laughs> much. Except for parts of uh, Only Nigga in First Class 2, which parts of it sound like cushion orange juice, so I like that joint a lot. But yeah, uh, around this time, you know, it's like the first freshman 10 uh, era, so... This is early, 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 you know, almost the beginning of the internet internet kind of rap. The new Vanguard is coming in. And Wiz Khalifa used to be like a street kind of rapper, like reminiscent of Dipset. And then this yeah. album comes off. And yeah, yeah, he used to be, you know, like bandanas and yeah. big white tees, that type of shit. I did not know that. Yeah. And it was then, a bit different, yeah. And then this album comes out and he likes makes a new image for himself it's very uh he works with a lot of artists that we know now like big crit currency smoke dizza they're all over the album the producer list is crazy i can't even it's like uh cardo um oh fuck i'm blanking on names right now big germ big crit nesby phipps sledrin sledrin yeah these man i'm trying to think the guy whose name starts with the h what's his name I don't see anybody with an H on this. Okay. Well, Kashmir Royale, The Watchers, yeah, uh, XO, Cardo. Like um, Casino Clowns, even though he's not on the album, like that kind of very currency kind of sound, I think. Sure. They were like very closely related. I was wondering if that was one of the reasons that you picked this album as a contrast to both Flower Boy and the Currency album. I see kind of a relationship between all three of them. To be honest, I picked this album because I was hoping that. Cake and Mossy, being younger guys, would uh, 
have more to contribute to the conversation mm. or be more interested than if we had used a different guest. Sure, because yeah. it's very much that kind of zi- cultural zeitgeist that they were more probably. Yeah, I was disconnected from Wiz Khalifa. I've never been a Wiz Khalifa fan uh, of his music, but I've heard a lot of it, and you know, I appreciate it for what it is. I but definitely I can't wouldn't say, I'm, say a fan. I'm a Wiz Khalifa fan, but if it's not like a single from his album, and I see him pop up. I might check it out in the hopes that it sounds like Cushion right. Orange Juice. I, I thought I thought maybe you picked it for like two reasons, like because of uh, the kind of I see a proximity between uh, Cake and and Masi's choices, but also I thought maybe you picked it because Wiz Khalifa really did pull a cake and he was a skinnier type of dude. He started doing <laughs> MMA and now he's all buffing <laughs> shit like that cake. Me <laughs> you know what I mean? Because now Wiz, he's doing MMA. Yeah. Wiz Khalifa swole. That motherfucker is ripped now. Is, yeah, is, that motherfucker will whoop our asses now. Yeah. But Busta yeah. Rhyme arms? Not quite. Where? Busta <laughs> Rhyme's arms look like he just... Ate Mount a bunch Rushmore. of arms. Yeah. <laughs> His arms is hella big, man. You say ate a bunch of arms. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. even know what, what happens to that shit. But no, he he, yeah, his arms as big as his voice. It's crazy now. Yeah, hell but, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> that was some Dre shit. You know, <laughs> we need that drop. But yo, um, wow. Now nah, that um, he samples Chrono Trigger on this album, which he, I yeah. fucking fire. Loves. That yeah. that that's one of my favorite Wiz's wow. tr- tracks of all time. That shit is so great. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I now. was trying to look for it. Wait, 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 wait. Which is the Chrono Trigger song? Remind never me. been. Never been. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And never been two is on. Uh, only nigga in first class. Two, I believe. I might be wrong on that. No, no, no. Fuck. What's the name of that album? I think it's the first one, and it's uh, Rick Ross is featuring on that record. Yes. Yeah. It's not only nigga in first class. It's uh, maybe it is. I can't remember, man. But anyways, this album is great. I think. It's a good album. It has a very West Coast sensibility to me. And I started to realize, man, I don't really know where Wiz is from. I always thought he was like from the Midwest. Where is he from? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? Okay. Black and yellow. Okay, right, right. No shit. Uh, Again, I hated that song. No, it's terrible. (laughs) Um, But but no, it has a very West Coast sensibility. A lot of the production choices. It's not terrible. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm talking shit. It's not terrible. I, I just got, t- I, I get tired of pop songs when I'm around them a lot. And I was in a lot of bars when I was in Texas at the time. Black and Yellow was popping and everybody would sing it and everybody would fucking play it all the time. I just, ha- I hate songs like that. Uh, you name it. No Diggity by Blackstreet. I fucking hate that song so bad. Wow. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> no, I fucking hate it. Even now? Wait, there it is. Even now. It doesn't Jeez. hold any nostalgia for me. That song just burned into my psyche. With Dre? No, the one with Anthony Hardaway in the video. Oh, the, shit. The, the Chris Rock doll and shit. No, is Dre on Fix? I don't know. But, but the point that I was trying to make is that I didn't like that Wiz Khalifa song. But this album has a very West Coast sensibility to me. Um, a lot of the uh, sample choices, they're flips that I've heard before, but they're tastefully done. His rhyming is on point. I think th- I'm going to get into that when we talk about yeah. the uh, Cake's Choice. Yeah, I, I think actually all three of your guys' albums have a really kind of uh, rich cohesion between them. They're solid projects. I think yours does too. Maybe. Yes, maybe. I would say well, considering ours more than Mossy's. Yeah. Okay. I feel like Mossy's is a standout. Okay. But but yeah, this is just good rap shit to me. Nothing really strikes me as being phenomenal. Um, let me see if I had any other. I'd say amongst that caliber Adam at that caliber of albums the mixtape slash full-length project or you know 
label release albums that category i think it's in the top you know whatever percentile of those joints i think a lot of albums are birthed from this album oh. in that way yeah. i mean that sound like what do they call themselves uh taylor gang or the die. jets taylor gang all of them like they cultivated a nice little mm. you know they got the following yeah mm. and you know if you knew somebody was Taylor Gang or Jets, you knew you were getting this kind of music and quality, and it's been very successful for them and sometimes enjoyable to listen to. Mm. Yeah, I haven't. I've only listened to like one other Wiz Khalifa project um, recently, and it was a joint that he stole a fucking bug seed beat. Stole? Uh, yeah, yeah, he stole a bug seed beat, like straight ripped it, and then put it on his one of his mixtapes. I think it's called like Sleep Log or something like that. But straight stole the bug seed. Oh, beat. I know that beat. Yeah, um, he he took the bug seed is a Japanese producer out here in the beat scene, and like beat for beat, it's exact same sample, exact same drums. He just raps over it, and he didn't give bug seed any credit. And there was a little bit of an internet outcry about it, and then eventually like he retitled the track on whatever gave some credit or maybe removed it but it was resolved i'm always somehow. interested in those kind of things because i'm like yo i wonder if the producer did that i don't yeah. blame wiz for that you know mm. what i mean I, I at least you know but at the same time it's a mixtape so i don't expect him to really do the due diligence on right. samples or anything like that but that's the only other time i listen to wiz this this album is oh i want to say uh the project i was talking about it's called taylor alderdice i think it was okay another mixtape from him that has never been two on it and it sounds like cushion orange juice not yeah. as good but it's the only other project from him that yeah. i go back to only nigga in first class is his second album on a major label which is also not too bad he's I'm sorry, I had to cut you off. He's become a, a kind of Snoop Dogg type of figure for me. Yes. And I know that that's like easy comparison because they're both all about weed and they yeah, also yeah, had yeah, that yeah. movie. But like, I kind of like him more as a figure outside of uh, kind of the rap circuit, so to speak. And I like him just as kind of like a cultural figure. He's selling his own pot now. He's got his Khalifa Kush and he seems to be doing pretty well. Amber Rose didn't fuck him up all in the head and shit like that too much. He he survived, and I think that he went to a better place. <laughs> yeah, he went survivor. to a better place, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he didn't. They're not together anymore, right? Mm, no, nah, no, no, no. Nah. No, she was with Twenty One Savage. Yeah, piece of the god. You don't really? remember that? Yeah, yeah they were no. like at the uh, the hoe scramble. What did they call that shit? <laughs> not the yeah. hoe scramble. What was it? The hoe slut walk. The slut walk hoe yeah. scramble. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> my cut, cut the music for a second on that one. <laughs> the hoe scramble. Uh, yeah, like she changed his life though. She taught him how to drink water yeah. and all that. Twenty One Savage. Yeah, yeah. Twenty One Savage was like yeah. He grew man. up a lot. Yeah, like. Yeah. He wasn't drinking water. Like, Ayo, man. Yeah. That's Shout out to Hydro. I am <laughs> Hydro greater <laughs> than was. You know what yeah. I mean? Shout yeah. out to him. Yo, and I need them to bring back my favorite Reddit, man. I need them to bring back. You don't my... like Hydro homies? I don't like Hydro homies. Y'all know what we're talking about? No, I have no I idea. don't know. Y'all wasn't on our Reddit, the subreddit, Water Niggas? I've never been on Reddit. All like it is is just water memes. <laughs> yeah. Water memes. Stay yeah, hydrated. Water memes. There, guys. Yo, stay Summer's hydrated. over, but you know. Hey, man, I'm drinking like a liter or two a day. But yeah. Yo, do y'all have uh, any other insight I want to drop on this album so or project? Yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go for it. I've been Please, hey, so just, just don't, I was, don't don't let us speak. Like, just talk. Well, don't you were you were in the mood, and I know you guys had that relationship going on. I see your eye contact. I don't want to, you know, be be <laughs> get in the middle of that. So, and you know, kick. You know, I was 
joking about the no, I don't know anything. But, <laughs> I just, anyways, so when I was in college, this was really big. Cushion OJ was huge. Wiz Khalifa was huge. People were like, "Yeah, let's go to flight school or whatever," and using his <laughs> slang, Taylor Ganger die and uh, like his design was everywhere. Of course, when Black and Yellow came out, that was big too. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa was huge, and Cushion OJ is dope. Uh, as I said, Never Been is like one of my favorite Wiz Khalifa records of all time. That sample is so great. Um, I think most of his favorite songs of mine are on this album. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, and, and, and I don't think Wiz Khalifa is rapping, rapping. Like he's not, he doesn't have the bars or the lyricism, right. but he does know how to capture a mood and a feeling. Bet. And I think that's one reason why a lot of people uh, uh, move towards him and move towards his music. I feel the same way about your choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, listening to this again, I haven't listened to it in a long time. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on here that I liked. Like, uh, I really like the kid Frankie. I kind of like that, that sort of funk. That's uh, that West joint. Coast song. Yeah. yeah. I like, uh, Visions when he's flipping that, uh, that Cortex, uh, record. Cause I think, I think, uh, MF Doom did it on, yeah. uh, mm. the, uh, the mm food joint. Yeah. So I, I like that sample a lot. Um, but on uh, Rolling Papers, he has this uh, record called The Race. It's another Wiz Khalifa joint I like. And at the end of that record, he has this skit. And somebody is like, yo, Wiz, so what do you say about people who call you a pop rapper? And Wiz Khalifa says, well, you know, I just pop up and make $5 million. Or whatever it is. He makes like a witty comeback. Mm. But one of the criticisms I have about this album is that when you have records like We're Done or I think In The Cut, it really like... I mean, it does set up what Wiz Khalifa is going to become later on with being more in the pop rap. Remind sound. me what does in the cut or we're done. I don't really know the songs by the song titles. That uh, Should I just go bring it up? and, and Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that's best. Uh, bring up we're done. And it's it's not it's not my kind of taste. I don't think it really fits with mesmerized or or never been or visions or whatever. But it does fit with what Wiz Khalifa becomes later on in terms of being the pop rapper mm. that uh, that tribute to who's the dude who died in the car crash, the Fast and Furious dude. Paul. Uh, Paul. Oh yeah. Walker. Yeah yeah yeah. And and, and that I huge think, song with yeah. uh, not Ed Sheeran we're, but one of those guys. We're yeah. done is on this cushion OJ. Yeah yeah yeah. So it's the third record. So I think maybe different on Spotify. Yeah, maybe uh, different. On Spotify. I don't see it at all on there. Uh, well, it's on the mixtape. I don't know. Mm. It's on the Dapiff joint mixtape. Oh, I didn't so, hear that. So I, I like that. I also like um, the Slim Skip when he had when he's listening to that uh, like black exploitation sort of joint, and he's uh, like, yeah. "Yo, man, I'm slim, but my I mama called like me Charles. This. I didn't like this, but I'm slim." And he's like, uh, "He's like, man, my old lady won't roll me a joint." You know, come on, Jack. <laughs> I, 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 I thought the skit I, I, was kind of corny. But I like okay. the skit a lot. All the other skits I didn't like, but this one I thought was great, and I like the uh, background uh, track. I don't know. Overall, I really like Cushion Orange Juice, and and it does like it. it it's it's one of those mixtapes in the Dat Piff days before people started just putting their shit on Spotify and streaming, and after mixtapes were just like, let me this redo pre- this person's beat. Um, it's, it's pre all that pre Spotify pre SoundCloud maybe that's right yeah. so yeah. I, I think it's uh it's a, it's it's a classic in, in that respect yeah I appreciate the insight because like I said I was just disconnected from anybody that liked this I just wasn't around it and I think this is a I, I think when, this when is did just you like first listen to it Mega 
Maybe when you ask me to fucking check it out. I don't remember listening to this before. Word, bet. So, I, I played it. I play. I actually, I actually played this album like three times though during the week because it was just suiting my the weather for me. It's like, oh, this yeah. is like a, this is like a wake up in the morning time and like open the windows to get my day started. There's, it has a really dope West Coast sensibility, and I, I fuck with that. What are you about to play? The uh, we're done. Movie? Okay. Are you? Is that Google Play? What is that? Yeah, back in the day, Google Play, you could upload your own music. Oh, so really? you got all your shit through there? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. It's on the left, fam. Oh yeah, definitely. I forgot this about is, this. You see what this I'm is saying? Wiz Khalifa. This is Wiz yeah. Khalifa. I don't like this. <laughs> Off top. Oh, what is this? It's a uh, who's the sample? Vanessa oh, Carlton no. or somebody like that? I'll look that up. This is some safe, happy, page-long, I mean, it's Wiz Khalifa. Bullshit. It's Wiz Khalifa yeah. as we know him now. Right. right. I don't know him like that, so. Mm. But, but you know, that aside, uh, this Cushion Orange Juice album seems pretty good to me. I don't have anything in particular to say about its impact because I just wasn't, it didn't impact anybody in the circles that I ran in. So, like, position-wise... I don't know exactly where I'd place this. In terms of my general enjoyment of it, as compared to some of the other albums on here, I probably place it around the Doppelgangers joint. Or, yeah, I probably place it around Doppelgangers or Earl. Doris. Mm. You said Doris. Uh, I would probably I would place it lower than Doris, but around that general area. Demi Lovato sample. Oh, then we're getting yeah. No, we're we're. Are you just playing the podcast? Uh, yeah, it I was. was about, I got tripped out for a second. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what? you know. I hear you talking, but your mouth's not moving. We've we've done it, Mega. Right. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I don't know exactly where I would put it either. I like I, I'm not. I don't really have a super strong opinion like I do some of my other it, picks. What What do you guys think? You guys have the little list there too, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, to me, it. it I, I don't see it having like the cultural impact of like an Absol or around Drake or much higher than that in terms of quality. Around Joey Badass is way too high for me. I agree. I, I see think it, definitely under Lil Ugly Mane at least. That's kind of where I was thinking. Above the Doppelgangers, under Lil Ugly Mane. And I, th I wouldn't be upset if somebody said it was superior to the little ugly main shit because I just don't know what type of impact it had. But I think that it would be difficult to say that it had more impact than Doris. Is that accurate? I think I, I think I think I think it might have. I think it did. Yeah. Really? I think it did. But I oh, I don't Doris like it as much as those other as the albums above. That we have above Lil Ugly Man. Doris was his first album out after he went to that fucking school in Samoa, though, right? I believe so. Is that right? That was kind of a big moment. Is that the one with Vince Staples and Casey mm. Veggies on the single? Yeah. Yeah. Burgundy and... But I mean, nah, definitely Kush and Orange Juice had a bigger impact and... Relative in terms of culture. its popular success, yeah? Definitely. Yeah, and I mean, like, also, white folks was going crazy over this. <laughs> See, I, I, I like to discount Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get Masi's <laughs> oh, opinions on that. No, I was... No, it's only that. Like, no, no, but I, you're right. 
Like, like but white that's people one of the would not leave I'd, me alone about that. Like, they would always, hey, dude, you like hip hop? You like, you know, like, yeah. what kind of Jordans are you? Do you like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are your favorite Jordans? Can you see no. walk? Well, joking. see, that's the thing. Like a lot of times, like, I've definitely I had like that question asked. Before. I, I don't mind dis- like discounting the white audience because it skews yeah. things. Yeah, that's like, true. That's album true. sales is like top all times, like Eminem, Vanilla Ice, Beastie Boys type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's skewed because of the market. Right. So like, I don't, I, I don't remember this being substantial, but at the same time, a lot of artists back then, I'd be like, why is this popular? Like, like why? Why do y'all like Rick Ross so much? Well, like Cake like said, what I was the, thinking. the Dat Piff Days. What was the other mixtape site that was Two really Dope Boys? Or maybe that was his review site. Two, two yeah, Dope Boys it was like was, a blog. Yeah, yeah okay. Like, they were kind of the cultural fucking uh, gatekeepers to a lot of things, or that's the wrong term, influencers. Mm. Gate, you know what I mean? Keeper, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that kind of thing. They, they were the star makers. Like if they yeah. put you up there, they could really push your mm-hmm. album, put mm-hmm. you to the right. next level of um, notoriety. But I mean, those sites, maybe it's freemixtapes.com or whatever. Like before DJ Booth really popped off, mm-hmm. those mixtape album sites. This was like at the top for a long yeah. ass time because yeah, it was Hard. a huge album. Well, but like I said, I personally wouldn't put it over Mr. Thug Isolation. Yeah, cake. I'm sure you wouldn't put this over Drake, right? <sighs> I mean, just, hard. just. I mean, mm. I, I don't like the music as much as a lot of the albums towards the upper part of the list. Okay. But I can see, I could see it beating Feral Monch because of its influence. It's not a bad project. It's okay. pretty solid all the way through. I could see it beating Feral, but being under Drake. And that's like I don't even know Is it doper than the Drake shit Because I didn't care for the Drake shit either But I feel like Drake is always going to have More of a cultural mm. impact And that's what I'm Drake judging hit, this for Drake hit higher highs But like for I said For that album though For that album uh, But like I said When we recorded that episode I don't like the last half of that Drake album But so the cultural wise, impact is crazy Yeah but This I, project from, from Wiz Khalifa All around is consistently more. better how so yeah, about that? I was just gonna hate on white people. I think Drake, <laughs> I was, I, but I feel like uh, the hey, white. Yeah, welcome skew. to the podcast again. Yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> hey, now, now you're officially our official correspondent, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, those are the secret words you need to become an MLS member, <laughs> and you you nailed them. <laughs> Yo, shout out to uh, all of our white folks, <laughs> all of our white listeners. Don't forget the Patreon link is in the show notes. We love y'all. Come on. I was gonna say like, uh, with Drake though, I feel like the the white. Uh, Fandom is also a big push for him. Yeah. Mm. Because also college, I don't know about you, but I, you were. It boosts his numbers for sure. Yeah. But, but, but influence. Folks, you know, black folks, all types of folks love Drake. He's really good at making popular sound and fucking music. He's just good at it. But, but definitely his numbers, billion streams. Yeah. Like, like 700 million of those guarantee like you know what i mean yeah they're coming from somewhere else yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. soccer mom van and shit right where do you, where do you place it cake i'm a, i'm kind of going to acquiesce to you i'm gonna hold your opinion in high regard on this because you you were there yeah but mm, i think anywhere in between where we have like 13 and oh don't 18. say numbers say because oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. i don't have numbers but anywhere anywhere between drake and uh what is the little ugly man i think anywhere in between there is okay like 
you know, Absol is, is one of my favorite rappers. And I like Control Systems. It's not my favorite of his, but I like that album. Mm. Um, and Feral Monk and the Organized Confusion Days is one of the dopest of the dopest yeah. for sure. Although this is war. Yeah. But Drake, if you're reading this, it's too late. That is, uh, wait. Oh, that's his, that's his rapping one? He does rap. That's the one after, if you're, no, that's the one after. Oh, that's ne- one with energy. Nothing was the same. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, energy, uh, legend. I see, I see, I see. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, anywhere in between there is okay. I won't argue what too about much for this one. Mega, what did you say the floor was? It's definitely not. The doppelganger? It, yeah, that's the bottom for me. I actually, I think, like, the bottom is probably, like, doppelgangers for sure i like it under a little ugly man just because i like that album more but i can see the argument for its impact putting it below even the drake i agree so let's split the difference or if somebody has a problem with that we can what do you do think, a Mazi? game of chance he's like i don't get fucked but these white people <laughs> i i mean I, I think that's an appropriate place too what uh, about above <clears throat> ivan app that's the difference right mm. that's the middle right uh, yeah, below Ivan Ab or above Ivan Ab? What do you think, Kate? That's fine for me. All right. Which Place one, it. above or below? Uh, either or. I haven't listened to the Ivan Ab album, so I'll say above. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I really don't care. Yeah, yeah. I'll say above. Where? Just because Ivan Ab's really good, but I'm sold on the impact here. I think my wife and family's home. That's dope. Oh, I haven't seen my daughter in a couple of days. Damn. All right. Shout out to Lil BB. Yo, um, who's whose album's next then? I think we should roll straight into Cakes since it's oh, bet. similar. That'll be good. Bet, bet, bet. Hold on. I'm going to change this beat. This one's making me a little sleepy, putting that energy down. They're all a bit boom bappy. Here we go. All right, Cake, tell us about your album. Here we go. So... Vince Staples, Playboy Cardi, Kendrick Lamar, YBN Corday, Raekwon, J-Rock, and many others. Okay, I, I want to interrupt. My guy's definitely reading something that he wrote. Have he all, wrote. I'm just taking, I, I took notes for My this. My man w- took debate as an elective. <laughs> Shit, I, I, I'm not ready like that, so y'all just get ready. They Plus have me. all said praises or I've at least given respect to Spitta Andretti, a.k.a. Currency. I just need to say that because I want to validate his impact before we even get into the album. Right. Currency is maybe not uh, your favorite rapper, but it might be your favorite rapper's favorite rapper kind of person. Mm. He's like, uh, he, he has, well, let me just go into the album. So the album or the mixtape I chose was Drive-In Theater. And Spitta has a lot of, he puts out a lot of music. He puts yeah. out a lot, a lot of fucking music. But um, this is one of the mixtapes that I would recommend to anybody who has never listened to a Currency Project, but has asked me, you know, where should I start? Mm. This I is would also recommend this or Pilot Talk or something like that. A bit of an older album, right? Like 2000 2013, maybe? 2013. So still before, like, streaming stuff. Shit, that doesn't sound like a long time ago, but that shit's a long time ago. Six years. It is in technology. Yeah. Definitely. So we have, what, <sighs> 15 tracks on here, 
And in the background of the whole uh, mixtape, you have The Godfather, mm. like the, the skits going, going right. on. And if you know anything about Currency, he's not like a Godfather kind of dude. He's not a corner boy. He's not, you know, drug dealing. He's the kind of guy who, like, if his friends was doing that, he was on the corner eating snacks and making raps. That was him. And a lot of people might either make their name big because they were selling drugs or because they were gangbanging or because their friends was doing it. But I think Spitta is, is unique in that he can rap about some of these darker themes without having to say, well, that's why I'm cool. He just raps well, and then we're like, yeah, that's dope. And he's able to paint a picture about it. Like we were saying with Wiz, I would never consider Currency like a lyricist. Okay. But... He's one of those rappers, like a Smoke Dizza or uh, a Pimp C, rest in peace, right. who, you know, Juicy J, their style, like, sets them apart. And that's what I check for. Like, oh, how's he going to approach this track? Or the way he talks about things, even if it's a mundane thing, like smoking weed or buying stuff, mm. maybe they put a little flavor on it that makes it more interesting than the average person. Uh, yeah, I think he's just like a good rapper. Like he's good at rapping mm -hmm. words. Absolutely. Yeah. He has a slanguage, you yeah. know. He has a he Word. definitely has a slanguage to yeah. him. Um plus, you know, being um almost a protege of Lil Wayne, but then going in a bit of a different direction. Uh, Way different direction. Yeah. It's kind of interesting to see yeah. him create a career for himself like his own lane actually. Because he could have, you know, gone pop and stuck with Young Money and, you know, maybe not got to the heights that Drake reached, but, you know, been somewhere along there. Right. But it's probably good that he didn't because all those other dudes that Lil Wayne rocks with, Mac Main and all the other people whose names I've forgotten, I forgot Where their names. Yeah. yeah. And Currency. I'm sure Currency is doing very well for himself. He is. You know, touring <laughs> and all kinds of other uh, things. His, his, uh, Without his like a huge project. hit single, but like. Kick said, well-respected in the community. Always uh, people are checking for his projects. And I mean, his beat selection and Extremely the soundscape great. he creates Extremely are great. the Harry Fraud. That's the producer Harry I was Fraud. looking for. Those producers are, yo, the producers on this album are crazy. It's mostly Thelonious Martin, yeah. which was surprising. But Cook and Soul, Nesby Phipps, Cardo, uh, Kariu, who I'm not familiar with, but... Yeah. 183rd and trait it was fucking incredible all every beat on here is tight and that's one of the big differences between this and i think cushion orange juice is that he's able to stick with the theme of the mixtape without having to you know uh be so exoteric be so well right. this is what the people want so i'm going to make this kind of sound that, or we right. need this kind of cut <laughs> or we need this kind of cut but he really stays within that groove and that's one thing i really appreciate about not just this mixtape but albums in general when artists are able to make good music or make hits without having to sacrifice the rest of the album for it Word. and i really appreciate about this uh i mean there's just a lot of a lot of good stuff on here i could keep going but you know for me uh a lot of the cohesion in the album and the things that i appreciate in the album are from fucking uh the production done by thelonious martin absolutely i think that his i didn't know he was is that talented is, as a producer definitely the unsung hero i think in this. i think that his through line is what carries the album and holds most of the cohesion definitely. when he goes with the other producers it deviates just a little bit right to the point that if those tracks weren't on this album i would feel like it was a stronger album 
not that the the tracks with the other producers are bad to any degree but like the 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 atmosphere that he creates with Thelonious Martin is something I really appreciated. You know, I wasn't a big currency fan. Like for some reason, his name always used I'm still to kind not of a be. Big currency fan. I, I might say the same, but I've gained a new appreciation for him over the last two years, um, and part of that is in thanks to you, too, Cake. Right um, He's your favorite rapper, correct? My favorite rapper. Word, and, and I and I respect <laughs> it. I think that's a that's a solid ass choice uh, for for a person to have because I think that he's super talented. And where I think his strengths lie is his ability to pick a beat. And um, mm. because so much of his Absolutely. style relies on him being able to create this kind of or to stay in this pocket that he's where he's just really good at. He's like, like a boxer that's like his boxing style is like he has to be in the pocket to be effective because if mm. he's too far off, then he's just <sighs> not able to land in the right way. And like the um, song um, 10 G's. The hook on there is super simple, mm. but the way he mm. says it, the way he rides it. Right, right, right. Yeah. That song just really popped off for me. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, last year when he came out with, uh, when he and uh, Freddie Gibbs came out with the uh, the Fetty album, that's when I was like, yo, I need to probably go and check out Currency a little bit more because I really liked him on that album. And I found that like a after that and also a conversation I had with you, Cake, uh, a couple months back, I went and I started checking out his new, uh, some of his albums, and I found that the times that I don't like currency shit is when he's just on a beat that I don't feel that I like with him. Mm -hmm. And this album has more of that. Like uh, all of those Thelonious Martin joints to me are just really dope. They are. And 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 outside of a few other tracks, like I really enjoy the album all the way through. I saw that it was like. 50 minutes like fuck i gotta listen to 50 sure, minutes sure, for sure, sure, sure. Like, because i had I never heard this yeah, before yeah, 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 and so yeah. i was like let me go ahead and try to do it but and i thought like do i would probably have to be in the right mind state because i want to make sure that i come in here with an informed opinion about mm -hmm. the album and really give it a listen unlike what i did with that ludicrous album <laughs> and and i just think it's a good album uh, but again like i don't really care for a few of the tracks with the other producers what do you think is holding you back from this is it just a certain taste like when you try something like, well, I just don't yeah. like this. Well, if so, then that that can't really be argued. Right. You know, the, again, it's it's really just my subjective taste in, sure, in sure, a music. Sure. And, you know, like uh, he, you know, Thelonious Martin even flips a few familiar samples, um, quite a few familiar samples that I've heard done. But yeah, he like, does it tastefully and currency sounds great over them. So the point I was going to bring back up from the Wiz Khalifa conversation it's interesting. This is my first time hearing this album when you brought it up or a project. And I was like, oh, I've heard this sample used by somebody else on their mixtape project. And this group of people, the Currency, Smoke Dizza, I don't know if it's because they're using the same producers and the producers chop it up a lot. Maybe they're like, oh, can you flip this sample better? I don't know what it is, but they dip into the same pot a lot like yo yeah. i've heard i've definitely heard the sample used by his friend or you know yeah. some shit like that there's a lot of uh, hip-hop producers like it, in the in the entire landscape and even the beat scene that rely on certain records and mm. they just keep flipping them and flipping them and it never really changes enough to be like this is a fantastic never. new approach yeah it's just like i like this sample I like the original music and this sample sounds great whenever you flip it. So, but I, I, I don't, I don't have much to say about this album other than the fact is that like I ended up enjoying it more than I thought I would. And, uh, it gave me a, a more appreciation for currency as an MC. Nice. I think this is maybe the second or third currency project I've listened to. 
I'm not a huge currency fan, but this album, I didn't like the Godfather samples, but I think the album is okay. If it wasn't for some of the production choices, I would think that the Godfather samples were really in poor taste. But there's a there's a general vibe that Currency is able to cultivate with the beats and some of the subject matter that made me feel like, eh, it's I fine. Think, I it's think fine. Godfather's passe. It, it is. It is a little passe. Um, in general, that whole mafioso rapper steez, even the Scarface steez, is a even little Even in passe. 2013. But Currency manages to make it kind of cool. Because he's mm. not a mafioso kind of rapper. I mm. think that's what separates him from other people. people Can you... People would probably use... Yeah, go on. Oh, no, sorry. I'm going to say people would probably use the Scarface image um, to support how bad they are, or support how, you know, uh, you know uh, gory they are or whatever, how, you know. But Currency doesn't really do that. It's like, okay, well, here's all the shit that's going on. But Currency is the kind of person to say, look, you don't need to do this. You can do what I did, you know, just just do your own thing, stay in your own lane, find your own uh, following, make the kind of stuff you want to do. Bet. And if it's good, people will gravitate towards it. Jets, and that's right? one that's right. Jet life. Jet and that's life. one really thing. That's one thing I really respect about currency, because not only does he do the talking, but he does the walking. And you can see it throughout his we got the last 10 years since, you know, he left the little Wayne thing and started doing his own thing. Is so this he has the Apex ethos. Mountain? Is this his Apex Mountain? Is this his best project? Um, this is my favorite project, but I if I would say if you liked this, then you might want to check out Covert Coop, which is what he did with Alchemist. That's what I like. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Alchemist is one of my top five all-time yeah. favorite yeah. producers, so yeah. I probably love that shit. So Should have brought this up when we were talking about albums. Uh, Yacht Rock 2 came out, and it's very good. Mm. Is that a little Al- Yachty album? album? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. I love Alchemist. What'd you say, Kate? <laughs> that was a little Yachty album. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you know little Yachty mad about the shit, too, right? He was going to make his oh, rock okay. album. He's going to my boy Bot Rock. Yachty, uh, Yachty, Yachty Rock. <laughs> Hell yeah, Yachty Rock. Yours was better. Good job. Hey. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, what's I want to get Masi's opinion okay, first. Okay, go ahead. How you feel? On this album. I have, I haven't heard it yet. Okay, okay, okay. I have not okay. listened to it. What I'll do you think white people over. think about it, though? Oh, well, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> right, I'll tell you exactly what white people think. What is connected, though, like the Kush and OJ era was actually the, around the time I listened to... Oh, sorry. I'm bad about that. Uh, around the time I listened to Covert, and I really liked it. Yeah. Because, like, uh, during that time... Which came out first? Sorry. Covert Coop was, I think, 2010 or 2011. Yeah, it was a 2011. It's older. Okay. Yeah, and okay. so, like, uh, everybody... I think that was when everybody I knew started smoking, and I was whack. I did not smoke back then. Mm. And uh, so, well, you don't, you don't have to be whack to not smoke. I mean, <laughs> no, I don't know I where I'm at. You trash. Go play basketball. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my say, you're you're in here in with the mega late show. I mean, you're not whack. You know what I mean? Yeah, true, I mean, true. like you said, the secret I, code I, I, to become on the team. You know, <laughs> yeah, okay. we come don't on. do self-deprecating humor in 2020, uh, 2019. You heard what you were mega said when I said I'm not swole, man. You know, <laughs> Raywa era, self-love. Mm. Lie to yourself. Wave. But like, uh, like I mean. So everybody was it. Be, it had become a personality, like the whole town, like no was doing that. So it was every single car I was in. It's like Cushion OJ, and finally somebody put in currency, and that that shit sounded so good. Refreshing. About the same kind of stuff, mm. but so buttery, man. That shit was smooth. I loved it. His soundscape is crazy, man. Yeah, 
that cushion the way he rolled. I, I related more to cushion orange juice because I listened to that more. Sure. I haven't listened to Covert Coop or sure, a lot sure, of sure. currencies I, other I, stuff. I gotta say that I intentionally avoided him because of his proximity to Wayne at the time. Like Fair yeah, a lot of people uh, did that, and, and I did that too. And I saw him as like one of those MCs. I mean, his first like, like a Wale, like. You know, even if he's good, it's kind of like yeah. corny to he, listen to or something. He either shit. was in that yeah, freshman yeah, yeah. class. And it's wrong. It's a wrong opinion. Or the next wrong freshman opinion. class. So that's not a bad yeah. as, or a wrong assessment. And his first single was Where to Cash At, which definitely sounds like a old oh, Lil sure, Wayne sure, Cash sure, Money sure, song. Sure, yeah. But he flipped the script heavily he did, and he did. changed his whole that image. Was a up. And I couldn't like find it on Spotify. Like that. Freeway. Uh, yeah, it's not on Spotify. Yeah, oh. I had to watch it on YouTube, actually. Dang. Freeway? I mean, yeah, Freeway had this kind of, you. like, opulent rapper uh, lifestyle that he was a part of when he was with The Rock. But Bet. after he Freeway, left The yeah. Rock, he became just, like, an MC's MC, yeah. uh, like, uh, like a Sky Zoo or, you know what I mean? Like a, I agree with Freeway. Rapper. He was always Freeway. a good rapper, recognizably, but after he left Rockefeller, you know, it became yeah. more... Oh, M- Memphis Bleak couldn't do that because yeah, he was yeah, so yeah. embedded in this idea of being, like, the little brother to the opulent big brother. And That's mediocre. What, yeah. Yeah, and, and he was, Joker. he always have great intros on his album. That's the joke yeah. my, my friends would make. Bleak, Bleak would have a great fire. Oh intro man, pain in the ass. That dude's classic. If yeah. you get him on your mixtape, I'm gonna listen to it. Absolutely, or yeah. your project, whatever the fuck we're doing now. Cake, I wanted to ask you, what up? Can you shine some light on this album as far as the theme? It's called the Drive-In the Theater. Drive-in. The Drive-In Theater, and there are. Godfather samples throughout. Yeah, is there yeah, some yeah. kind of orgo- overarching, you know, uh, uh, objective target that he was trying to reach, or you know, because I, I I don't know. I didn't do research like that. I just listened to the album. Besides a, a mood, I think there's definitely the mood there, especially a sort of drive-in theater mood where you just, you know, back in the days you're going in with your car, or whatever you're watching the movie. I think that's there, but. Um, it's been a while since I've seen The Godfather, but Same. I think uh, Michael Corleone, that's that's the that's the son of The Godfather, right? Yeah, uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. And he wants to, he doesn't want to get in that lifestyle. Right? He doesn't mm. want to actually get in that lifestyle, but he ends up actually having to do it for whatever reason, or he, he makes that choice. And I think having that in the backdrop and then having currency say stuff like, you know, you don't have to do that. You can just do it a different way. I think that sort of uh, contrast is really effective if, if you want to go in that deep. If you want to really dig into it, then I think that's there. Um, otherwise, Fair. I still think like it's not necessarily mafioso, but like on one of the records, okay, uh, he has he has. This is how it starts: open fireplaces. Me and my lady back home from a wine tasting. The scene was crazy. Millionaires of all shades and shades exchange jokes. Helicopters chopping as we smoke. Like he's setting out like a, a theme of like this is like sort of a rich kind of lifestyle. Luxury. A luxury. But then at the towards the end of that same verse, he'll say like, uh, you know, I'm from New Orleans. You'll get crept out on x out. And when you're like, damn, we was just talking to homie. Stretched EMS mm. through them covers on him. But them children already seen it. Three in the morning, woke his homely family up with that screaming. Nightmares, visions of hits, niggas dying, living and shit. I'm just writing about it, lighting my exotic, call it like eight bar corner pocket, drop it. I think that's like, that's sort of like a really good image of uh, what he's trying to paint with the driving theater, with the Godfather, but at the same time, who he is as a person. Mm. And I really, he's really, there, but he's not super. He didn't do the, the he shit. He didn't do it. He's yeah. just writing about it. And, 
I don't it's, know. I, I, it's I interesting, really like man. That. Like he's a wordsmith, not in the way of like this is bad, like a cannabis or like you know uh, an Eminem or an Aesop rock, you know, like super dense lyricalness, but multisyllables. Yeah, but the <laughs> way he chooses his words and right, how to say right. things, like. Those last couplets you were talking about, sure. call it like uh, the corner pocket, drop it. Right. That little bit of sauce sets it off, sure. I think, in my sure. opinion. Yeah, that shit is dope. Uh, what are some of your favorite tracks on there? So I like I like a mm. lot of the Thelonious stuff. Joints I like, Stove mm. Top by Cook and Soul, Vintage Vineyard, Stolen. I like uh, NPR, and I like El Camino. Because he samples the Street Fighter joint uh, from Third Strike, uh, the uh, Alex and Ken stage, the the NYC yes. oh, that subway. Hard. That's my favorite. Like, <laughs> I'm glad uh, you. I forgot about that. And it's, that it's so dope. Is a dope uh, flip. Shout yeah. outs to uh, Justin Wong versus uh, what's the other dude? Uh, the uh, Japanese the, dude. The, 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 the Perry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, that's hard, you know what I'm saying? That's why I started <laughs> playing Street Fighter. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and for him to sample that, yeah. I was like, oh. The connection. The, the, yeah, real, yeah, 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 yeah. That's real for me. So. So it's a it's deeper darker. It's, it's another reason yeah. why deeper, I like darker that. criminal link. He's got a, he's got a bar about San Diego in here, which nobody ever really has. But he has a bar about San Diego towards the end, mm, and that's, that's where I'm from. Right, so right. so so you know, like it's it's uh, you know, I, I love this project, man. I really dope, really dope. love this project. I was gone for a couple minutes, but I didn't. Back. Did it's on Google? Play? I can listen on Google Play. Spotify. I, oh no no no. I mean, I if you just know. go to Adaptive, you can download it and get link. it for free. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll just do Cake that. Sent me. Yeah. This, this is like a officially a mixtape. They haven't put it on Spotify. Yeah. Mm. And man, it's kind of weird. Like that era, like the track we were just looking up, "We're Done." That's not on Spotify. Probably because of the sample. It's a mm. Demi Lovato mm. sample. Probably can't get that cleared huh. without a lot of money. Mm. So you know. There are a lot of tracks like that on Spotify. Like you, if we're talking about an old mixtape and mm. I look it up on Spotify and it's there, the track list is different because they did an official mm. release or, you know, whatever. But yeah, man, get your streaming money if you can. Bet. Where uh, does it go? Yeah, exactly. Well, Try what do we think? Okay. Ask Try me. to be objective. What do we think before be Cake, before oh, cake yeah, sure. put his Why, why would, I, why would I be objective here? <laughs> uh, let me... Let me math this right quick. I will say I don't like it as much as Cushion Orange Juice, but that's just my personal opinion. Sure. I like the tracks that I like on this more than anything on Cushion Orange Juice, I think. There's a, some tracks that really speak to me, and I, I really dig them. But I'm actually thinking that it probably goes around... I would. I could see it going as high as... Can you hit that Jeopardy music? I could see it going as high as that Nicholas F joint. I can see it going as high wow, that's as pretty high. around there. Um, but I can also see it as low as the Doppelgangers joint. That's it. Where is it? Where, okay, what do you like, think? I don't know why you're asking me. I, I mean, mean, I would, try, I would to try to be objective. I would, I would put this. Uh, I, what do you mean? Try? I, I can't try to be objective <laughs> here. You uh, know I just, that I just told you. You know uh, that it's well, like not as to, impactful to or like, uh, it's critically acclaimed. Well, here's the thing. To, to show you, Nicholas F is my favorite rapper. Right, okay. And his position on here, I'm fine with it, even though I think that album is better than some of the albums that are above it. But, you know, 
Do so, you see where the roots is at? That's so one of that my hurt. favorite albums. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that hurt. That that yeah. is just because I think that while it's a quality piece of music, when we were ranking, I was thinking it just didn't have it. it it's just a good piece of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't stand out in their entire canon of music right, as their right. high point. It, it's just them doing what they do exceptionally well. But I would think that I like the music on that album more than most of these albums okay you know what i mean okay, and so okay, it's just okay, like okay, okay. i was trying to be fair about it okay the only one that i really stepped out of my like my kind of objective approach is the elzai joint i was like it's just a good quality album it's exceptional i don't give a fuck about the objectivity throw it at the top mm. and that's why it sits so high because mm. late was like if you're gonna do that then i'm down and that's just kind of <laughs> what happened that episode yeah. but i mean look I'm all for the idea, like the albums that are at the top are albums that are extremely popular and critically acclaimed. Mm. But I believe in the critical darling. I believe that there are lots of albums out there that are high, extraordinary pieces of art that just aren't as popular. Right, and that okay. might be what you feel about this joint. Absolutely. But like to, to me, those type of albums are very few and far between. I think like a you know, a Death Grips is on there, and Arm and Hammer is probably on there. There's there's a few critical darlings that are just like Run the Jewels probably approaches towards the top right, just because right, right, right. quality execution and its notoriety. But I'm not dissing the album because it's uh, not uh, critically like just because it wasn't popular. You know, and what I, I mean? get that. So um, generally, I'm gonna be comfortable wherever you guys put it because I understand what we're going for here. Mm. But if you're asking me how I feel about it, <laughs> I can't tell you it's anything but number two. So oh. that, that's that's where we're at. Okay. Let me look at that. Well, again. what that's did you listen? Did you listen to the Joey Badass album? I All did. American Badass. I liked it. Yeah. I listened to. Did you listen to Rose Gold? I have not listened to Rose Gold. Okay. I listened to the Nicholas F. I listened to. Listen I, I, I don't really 10. like this album enough. I, like I said, I, I like the Thelonious Martin joints sure, sure, a sure. lot. If those were removed, then I would feel comfortable putting it around Nicholas F. But without them, I kind of feel like this sits around the same place. Absol, Pharaoh Monch, Drake, Ivan Av, Earl, like that general middle tier area. If the top three or top if the top three albums or let's say the top four albums were tens and then the next three were nines, then I would say that this album is like a strong seven for me. Okay. And so a seven to me kind of fits around like the game. Okay. What do you think, Late? Yo, do, can you close that curtain a little bit? The 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 light is starting to. Mati, can you get the yeah? Other yeah, I got you. You can close it all the way or just a little oh, bit. Sorry, you good, you good. That, my, that war bonnet's been through wars. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, I I think two is too high. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> but um, other than that, like, I'm fine with... Can I say where I thought you would place it? Go ahead. I thought you would place it around that J. Cole. I was... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I thought you would place it Pers around there. Personally, severely dissed. Personally, he's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe I came on this bullshit. Personally, I don't, I don't dislike the album, but I don't like the album. Mm. Like, I, I probably won't listen to the whole thing that much again. I might listen to a few tracks, but I, I'll say I did enjoy it more than a lot of the tracks above J. Cole. Okay, discounting Forte Boy, who I really like. But the ASAP Rocky, the Jay Z, mm. the Ghostface Killer, you know, 
I, I don't, I'm not really a fan of those albums. Okay. So if it's above those or even the Cushion Orange Juice, you know, I think I'm fine with that. I think the ceiling for me would be the Nicholas F also. I, I was around there. Mm. Late <laughs> Cake is like, all right, all right, sounds good. As high as it goes, let's go there. <laughs> what about you, Masi? Break this shit it's down. Exactly He's like, this is I worse know, than like, Sire. I didn't listen, I didn't to, listen it. to it. Um, okay. But... What about his argument, though? Do you argue no, like, I his argument? That. Man, I felt all that. That that sound. And I'm looking forward to listening to it on not Spotify. Datpiff.com. Datpiff.com. YouTube. Future official YouTube sponsor of the YouTube. Mega Lake Show. Yeah. Datpiff.com. So I, I don't we should be their first podcast. You said what? Datpiff. Mm-hmm. No, I think they already got one. Called that anywhere Ring. on there would be fine. Like, I mean, you know, I, I haven't listened to well, it let's, yet. Let's I, if I'm going off, like, what I felt when I listened to Covert, okay. um, it could be... Cause that that was really I mean I don't know that was really good to me I would, I mean I wouldn't put it that low word <laughs> to J Cole no. okay well uh, let's I'm thinking um I okay so we all agree it goes above sire but below laws <laughs> <laughs> second from the bottom well. no. all right no put it under Nicholas F I'm okay, I'm okay, with, okay that. with that put it under Nicholas F I bet. Takes a that's, long time supporter. That's just out of the little, top you know? ten. That's yeah. just out of the top ten. Yeah. Okay, how do you spell right. currency? Uh, C U R R E N dollar sign Y. Yeah, I should put this list online in like a Google document so it changes when I change it. Ah, that, that would be sense. smart. Yeah, I'll do that later. And Word. the link will be in the show notes. Power. Okay, let's go on to uh, full name of the project. Drive in. The drive in theater. Yeah. Drive in with the. I N hyphen. No, no hyphen, I don't think. Here you go. Hey, yo, my man. Yo, cake is about his business, man. My man put some kind of Google document or something together. He's and, like, with and the, put picture. the picture. I saw that <laughs> shit. I'm like, he's looking at a web page. He's like, no. He got all his debate points in there. Counterpoint. Hey, yo, cake, man. Uh, we don't have like a, a deadline, like you have to submit the writing, you know. Uh-huh. It's not. It's you, for me. It's not, you know, 8.5 font, font with no double spacing. <laughs> I got to know what I'm talking about when I come up here. Where? Yo, I appreciate, yo, this is why you got invited, because you're serious about your shit. Appreciate it. I see a lot of people have opinions, but they don't come on the show, and uh, they didn't make a thesis, so good job cake yeah that was well executed Gracias. i missed some of yeah, it but i was, was filling your was argument really good, yeah. yeah i appreciate it. you know like here here's the thing right like currency very much seems to me like one of those artists is like he doesn't have the uh, an appeal that that catches everybody you know he he's not there at like a a drake type of level or a kanye type of level where it has a wider mass appeal mm-hmm. where, where they can just shape it and people will still like it he's a person to me that's like my favorite one of my favorite mcs is aesop and another one is bus driver these are people who i can tell you about the inherent qualities of their work because mm-hmm. i've i've paid attention to it and i can explain to you why this is a higher tier of artwork but it's just like it's difficult for me to convey that in a way that'll make cake say I'm able to get over this one thing I don't le- really care for about his music. Like people don't like Bus Driver's voice. I get it, mm. you know. But like, it, it's it's not that it's a critical darling, but there's something to the work that ha- that should be appreciated as if it was a critical darling because there's artistry there and every time you have artistry, especially cast against a lot of these other cats who might just be making music, 
then you know it's sometimes you got to punctuate and be like it's doper than and it's doper than sire because this is actual art sire is a fucking plaything. Mm. you know what i mean it's something he made that sounds similar to other things that he likes right like, there's an artistry with currency so i rock with it yeah nice cake i switched the beat too to this cat that um is a homie on instagram we've never met but uh he's called soul dope nine five and he's been making some of the dopest beats that I've heard this year. I'm really fucking with him. So tight. But we all recognize this sample, yeah? That's that uh Lyrics to Go. Dun, that mini Ripperton. Yeah. Shout out to our guy Mark the Clivelo. That's right. Next album. Let's let's do what what do you what we got? We've got Scumfuck Flower Boy Scumfuck and Indigoism left to do, right? Who got it? All right. Yeah. Scumfuck Flower Boy. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, like, man. All right. So the joint that I picked, and I don't even have any information. I was just going to do this extemporaneously. Hold up. Enjoy that sample for a minute. Yeah. So the joint I picked is uh, Indigoism by the Underachievers. And the Underachievers are two MCs out of New York, I think. Uh, right? Yeah. Yes. They're from New York. Flat, um, Flatbush. They are Flatbush MCs. Mm. So yeah, so these both of these cats are just like really dope. They're younger. They're they were younger kids when this came out. This album came out in 2013 as a free download uh, from Brain Feeder. Actually, you learn something new every day. But um, yeah, when I heard it, I was like, all right, here goes some some East Coast uh, new rap shit. And around the time, like Joey Badass was also bubbling. There was kind of this resurgence of like young boom bap centric hip-hop lyricism emerging from the east coast again and, and they were all young kids so it was kind of refreshing the beast what they call them beast, beast coast, coast kids. yeah they're a part of beast coast that's and, asap or used to be asap maybe uh no uh, it's uh pro, it's pro era, era and flatbush, flatbush zombies and well they shout out asap on the album a word i mean you know both of those yeah all ASAP, came up around the same ASAP time. is the one that kind of was like, oh, New York's back, but New York doesn't sound like New York, right? Yeah. But but yeah. these these cats, um, I, I don't know. I'm looking at the producers. Like, I don't recognize any of the names of these producers, but it's just a solid hip-hop album. And what really was striking about it to me, and also including the name Indigoism, is about, like, the idea of indigo children being born. Have you guys heard about this shit? Shout-outs, Rari. Right. So... Um, I don't know what Rory has to do with Indigo Children, but, <laughs> but you know, like, he has a song or that was like one of his yeah. things. I think uh, he was like an Indigo child, or he's making music yeah. for Indigo Children, or something like yeah. that. Them and Jaden Smith, they're all on that shit, right? Yeah. So okay. it, basically, I and, and I might be butchering this, but I read about it a long time ago when I was more into new age type of shit. Is basically these Indigo Children are like star children, like star seeds. They're born into this world and they don't have any negative karma because they're not coming from. Uh, past life they're kind of just like new beings into the planet and they tend to have like these different sensibilities that are more in line with like new age thinking like they don't want to eat meat they don't want to fucking like hurt shit you know what i mean like it's some real new age like uh, probably some white lady with tur like turquoise crystal <laughs> okay. braces marianne williamson uh, <laughs> running for president started this back in like yeah. 1986 when she, she was juggling crystals i remember shit. this album on uh oprah's 
you know, album list. Right, right, right. Oprah. You get an indigo child. You get an indigo child. But but anyway, so that's the concept. And what these guys are talking about in the majority of the raps on this album, and, and at least are about some of these themes about being uh, kind of the flower of life workshop type of shit. Dronvalo Melchizedek, uh, you know, tetrahedrons and Merkabas and um, moving into a different realm of consciousness, a more integral uh, consciousness. And, you know, that's a component about it. So basically I started seeing these kids as like a kind of like a new era, not no pun uh, associated with, but like a new kind of age uh, Wu-Tang Clan because it was East Coast but instead of it being focused on uh, 5% theology they were focused on like this new wave of new age uh, theories and it, it led to some really kind of fun and interesting bars and also uh, an approach about like confidence and self-actualization that's fun to take from some of their music while it still has this kind of East Coast I'll punch you in the face they're more like I'll kick you in the chakra you know what I mean mm. and it's just like some of the beats bang and the lyricism is on point none of their work after this really spoke to me at all but this is pretty solid rap uh, I'm gonna come in at this point and say I just looked at the track list and the credits uh, the only producer I recognize was Lou the Human yeah who is actually a rapper and Eminem-esque he he was very popular a couple years ago or maybe went viral or something. That's the only guy I recognize. That, I didn't know he a, was a producer. Is that a white dude? He is a white guy, I think. Right. I didn't know that until I saw Let's a picture. Let's go to our white person correspondent here. Masi, how do you feel about this Lou the human? I have no feelings. Or he Lou? <laughs> I'm a void no, of white. For white people? Yes, right. we know that, yeah. Masi. Right. Can, right. we, can, can you <laughs> elaborate? What's Masi's on the scene right now with Lou the human. Uh, no, um, I think I remember him from like uh, that white rapper show or some shit. Was he a social? No, 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 no. He's young. He's a young guy. At least he looks like a white guy. Uh, I, I didn't know that. Be, he, yeah. he doesn't sound white, which uh, is interesting. I, okay. I also want to say, lyrically, I don't like this album at all. Yeah? No. They it's sound the so young and, yeah, unpolished. Yeah. It is that. It, it really reminds me of early Talib Kweli, where... It felt like the things that he wanted to say weren't as important as how he was saying them or getting the flow tight. He just, (laughs) I had to get all of this in. (laughs) That's Talib. And uh, this stuff. Kweli still does that. He still does that, by the way. Yeah? I don't listen to Talib so much more, but he slowed down a good bit. And uh, they're rapping really fast. And also, you can tell they're kind of newer MCs because there's a lot of fucks and curse words to like fill in the gaps of like where maybe a more polished pen would have, you know, yeah. right. made it work a bit better without having to say, oh yeah, I was on the fucking street and then we did this shit with those motherfuckers at the place. You know what I mean? At the place. <laughs> <laughs> Bars. <laughs> so Actually, I, I didn't really feel the emceeing as much as far as like the raps. You know, I actually think that uh, one of the qualities that I really like about this album is how rough it is. They sound unpolished. The beats sound poorly mixed at times. Like the first joint, fair, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. first joint, philanthropy. It's it's really muddy and mixed poorly. But I was gonna ask about that because when I was listening to it on you know my speakers at home, I was kind of like, oh, 
this is yeah this is um maybe they should remix this and put it out or something yeah yeah it 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 doesn't it doesn't sound uh but very it, good but it doesn't have that hold on let me just drop it right quick first things first let me lay it down it, it, like when the bass comes in it's really muddy yeah it's really muddy but you know and it's a in my opinion too, it doesn't right? have that inherent quality of like an old 3-6 where it's like a bad you know mix maybe on like a four track or you know whatever but it's kind of charming like that's part of the sound this just sounds like you know that was their capability level at the time including the lyrics and whatever kind of made me not super interested listening to the album even though i might uh, be intrigued by the themes and yeah. what the album was well, trying to listen achieve. to this verse it's all like fucking fuck. it's like drugs and like since a kid been obtaining goals just by thinking it's I think they got really dope flows, but it is unpolished. Again, I I don't know. I picked this because not because it's like a a top tier album. But I wanted to talk about where these guys fit into the last decade. I what type of art they've cultivated and with whether that led to anything or anything like that. I definitely like their newer stuff more. I usually always check for an underachievers song when it comes out because I I do enjoy them. Uh, I haven't heard the latest album, Lords of Flatbush Three, but or I haven't listened to a couple albums actually. The last album I listened to was Renaissance, which I, was fine. I don't I, I thought like that was any okay. of their new shit, and it sounds polished, more polished. I think it's, I like the newer stuff better than hmm. Indigoism. But I also just listened to Indigoism. I don't have any history with it. The first Underachievers I've ever heard is this album. Or this is the only one I've ever heard. Yeah, what do you guys think? Oh, I mean, I'll be sure. Like, uh, because of their presentation, it was a little bit... Like, I can recognize their lyricists, and I can recognize they're talented. And I liked... I liked... Uh, I liked... I would like them if I if I knew them personally, you know, if they were like my my friends, I'd be like, yo, this is y'all y'all got talent, you know. But I wouldn't like for this album, it just felt like uh, because of the, and I guess it's because of the the the, the sound quality. I don't want to sound shallow, but because of it, it's just my ears was kind of like some of them are that was better hard, than others, just, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like two standout tracks to me, um, the Mahdi and. Uh, I couldn't call. They're it they're the just title. they're they're familiar sample loops and they they just sound better, but it's muddy. I don't think it's like bad or nothing like that. I just think that um, I wasn't like I didn't I couldn't find a song that I really like loved. You know what I mean? Um, back to the parallel. Cake? Back to the parallel that I was talking about um, with the woo. It, it strikes me as a really unpolished gem, kind of like the th 36 Chambers joint. But of course, it's not of that caliber in terms of the art whatsoever. And a lot of it is a little bit derivative. And a lot of it is just kind of unpolished. 
that's like my final takeaway from it. But I thought it was an interesting point to begin with. I mean, it's definitely more uh, makes more sense to talk about than the Ludacris album would have been. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> by, by far. You know, but when <laughs> we started this project, we we're just like, we're gonna talk about fucking any album that comes up and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, uh, I forgot that there were albums like Ludacris out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? At, at a certain point, I was just kind of like, yeah. I think what do we do this, here? I think with this kind of this kind of album, I have to grow with it because this is something like, if I would have heard it, I can tell that this is this is the kind of thing I would have really liked back in 2013. Is that when this came out? 2013 yes i think so i would have been like oh this is this is hard and then i would have liked it listening yeah. to it many times because i just heard this like two days ago and then again last night same it was like i couldn't i was trying to take in something that yeah. i couldn't just like let it let sure. it like feel it uh you know it's it which be is yeah sorry no no i i was gonna agree with you it's kind of a pitfall of this project in general because you know this list Mega and I listen to these albums or have heard them before as we build the list. Mm. But when we bring a guest on, I'm sure they haven't heard a lot of tracks on right. here. Mm. So to, you know, try to place it makes it a little more difficult. And even if they do listen to, you know, the tracks that are the albums that are being submitted at that time or even some other albums on there, you don't really have a chance to sit with it. And, you know, maybe there's an earworm that grows a couple weeks later. So it is what it is, you know making lists it's not uh perfectly perfected perfectly perfected y'all like right. that science yet but yeah killing that alliteration it. king hey. uh, <laughs> it's the same word yeah i think all you guys hit on all of the main points i was feeling like what you said masi like you can't find a track you really really like mm. but if they were your friends you would play it in the car and you yeah, maybe yeah, bump yeah. in the whip i think what you said about the talib quality comparison um is kind of similar to how i felt i think they said a lot about how great they were and how great Beast Coast was, and they mm. were rapping about that a lot, but I didn't see it. They were doing all the talking, uh, but they didn't mm. kind of show it. Like, you usually show, like, you say that after you put in the work. Like, okay, uh, yeah. you, you say all your witty bars, or, you know, you have the groove or, or the mood or whatever, and then you can say you're the best. But I felt like they were saying they were the best or they were dope, which is fine, but I wasn't really shown how right. or in what way they were. I think the highlight of this mixtape for me, though, was the beats and how they were able to sort of carve out themselves from uh, like a pro era or maybe even a flat bush mm. because their beats are very spacey, you know, very, I don't know, shroomy or LSD or yeah. whatever. I can see how, what, what direction they were going in. And after very if, atmospheric, if, very atmospheric. Mm. And if I heard this whatever, six years ago, I would think, wow, I'm really looking forward to what they're doing next because this yeah. might not have been the greatest thing they could put yeah, out, right. but I can see how they might be able to do something next after right. they you know, listen to what they did the first time and try to do better the next time. And right. I think their new stuff is good. I like the newer stuff. I, okay. I, 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 I haven't, I haven't, I know they did the art of duality. I think that was them. Yeah. I yeah, haven't listened to uh, their new stuff. I've listened to everything that came out after this and none of it really struck me. The, what you said about like um, being lyricists that talk about being dope, but not show it. That's very symptomatic of the era. I think they're trying to recapture like this boom bap era. Yeah. It was a yeah. thing to do. It's like, don't show that you're dope lyrically. Just say that you're lyrically lyrical, and like, that's you being lyrical. Right. You know what I mean? And instead of it's like, it doesn't shine through in the bars like Cool G rap. It's more of like a hieroglyphics type of style of rap where it's like, yo, we're really dope at rapping. Listen to how dope we are at rapping. Here's a rap. 
You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's basically like the yeah. lyrically lyrical type of guys that we're doing, like just talking about it. But I get that. And, and I think that's one of the things that appealed to me, like two points, is that it harkens back to that era of just like boom bap and kind of rough shit and at the time that this came out there was a curious lack of that coming out of the east coast and also i was reading a lot about i went to the flower of life workshop and did the rebirthing breath so a lot of the themes in this is like oh okay yeah that's what i do every day i i I make shit that's dope all the time with my mind so but yeah where does this go do you guys want me to say where i think it goes first yeah do you know how old they are I want to say that they're probably around Cake's age. Oh, yeah. That wasn't like a joke set up. I had oh, okay. That was a real question. Okay. <laughs> I want to say they're around Cake's age. I don't know. Probably, they're probably in their uh, approaching their late 20s now. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say this goes above to Pimp a Butterfly. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would put this I would put this under the roots above. Uh, I would put this around Bobby Sessions and Laws towards the bottom of the list. Personally. Yeah, personally, I would have a hard time putting it above a lot of things. I'm thinking towards the bottom of the list around. I just hate that Laws album so much. Something about that album just rubbed me the wrong way. But I see it around kind of, I see it below Bobby Sessions around Laws. Either above Laws or below Laws is fine with me. I definitely like it better than the Laws, though. I'm fine with. Have you heard that laws? I have not. I have not heard. Yes. Late, late. You, you didn't seem to mind it, but I, I was personally offended by it for some reason. Maybe it was just the day well, I, I listened I to it. it so. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. I just. <laughs> what, maybe it was the day I listened to it. But I was like, yo, fuck laws, like whatever. I felt it's like very, he attacked me. It's very, um, not poppy, but it's electron. There are a lot of like dance sounding samples. Like he samples Calvin Harris a couple times. I think he compares himself to Eminem at one point he on the album. And he I does didn't get like very braggadocious <laughs> on the album. But I mean, he's a good rapper. He's, he's a good, good rapper. rapper. But yeah. it's one of those things like, don't tell me you're better than Eminem. Like, mm. let me decide for that. And you have not approached an Eminem bar whatsoever on this shit. Yeah. Laws. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> that's where I'm feeling. Just to be contrarian, I'm, I'm fine with below laws. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I I don't know. I haven't heard. Lo- I don't know this album either. Uh, Actually, Mossy and Cake also. If you guys haven't heard that Bobby Sessions, mm. you should listen to it because even <laughs> though it's very low on the list, it's phenomenal. It, it, I, it is. Really I good. listen to that regularly now. It's still in rotation. Shout mm. out to our guy Shucks One who introduced Power. that album <clears throat> to us. Okay. I liked it a lot. We put that there because. It may have been one of the first submissions to the list. It was the first um, new submission from another yeah. person. And it, it just came out. Like, it came out at the end of 2018. So, yeah. I also, it was um, very fresh. I, I, I found it woke this alarming. What is one? Say again. I, 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 I saw it very much as like, uh, no, we don't need to go into why, what I think about Bobby Sessions. We've already done that. My yeah. bad. But, uh, yeah, I, I would put it higher if we were adding it today. But it is what it is. I would put it the indigo joint. I don't want it close to the roots, so I want it under <laughs> under that. <laughs> I just want the roots to be a, a little higher. I'm, I want to make. That I feel you. How, I feel you. How can we get that up? But mm. yeah, I'm just uh, subsequently like every album that we <laughs> decide on after today is going to go under the roots for me. Okay, <laughs> we got to move that up somehow. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. 
But I yeah. feel the same way in the opposite direction for that Lupe Fiasco album. Mm. I'm always like, how can we get that <laughs> down <laughs> further? More down. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you want it? You want it lower? Yeah. Okay. What about where cake decide above or below laws? I've never listened to laws, so I I don't know. So uh, above, there it is. We have it. All right, sure. put it down. No. <laughs> hey, that's I didn't mean to influence like that. I was just joking. Uh, yeah. That's fine. I like Sire though. But yeah, uh, anywhere in that area is fine by me. You like the Sire album? I like the Sire album. Don't Did you do like that. it better than this? Uh, Stop, Blake. <laughs> Stop. I listen to more. I listen to more records from Sire than I do from this. If that makes sense. I actually, don't like the Sire album. I'll, I'll replay. Fallen is on that, right? Let's Fallen. put it. Let's put it I, I, below I like laws. Let's put it below laws. All right, let's do above that. Above Sire, there's no way. It's gonna take a ludicrous to go below, like to, to beat that Sire album. Something something ludicrous, something, like the adjective. Something ludicrous <laughs> to, to beat that. Yeah. So yeah, let's put it below laws. I'm I'm with it. All right, bet. All right, let's let's talk about your joint now, Mossy. Do you okay. want to introduce it, please? Uh yeah, I'm gonna do Flower Boy. I didn't even realize it was Scumfuck Flower Boy until like uh, two days ago. Everything happened two days ago. I remember when he first announced the original title, Scumfuck Flower Flower Boy. I was like, okay. All right. Well, yeah. that's not happening. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, to be honest, to be completely honest, um, and I'm gonna tie that into the theme, um. I I had a bunch of choices in my head. Like, I really was leaning towards Black Panther, but that's kind of hard to talk about because the Black Panther album is, like, a lot of niggas and a lot of singing-ass niggas, too. It's technically a Kendrick Lamar, SZA, The Weeknd album. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, it, it's kind of weird to put that. I mean, it's, I don't know. But like I said in our messages when we were talking, I would have rolled with you on yeah, yeah. talking about that album because yeah. I, I like that a, album a that's lot. That's a perfectly fine inclusion for the project. That was my number project. one album yeah. last year when it What's came it out. What's number one? Jeez. Yeah. Oh. It was for me, too. Yeah. Uh, Paramedic is it and then it Paramedic is my shit. Cake is not agreeing. No, I did yeah. not like that album. You didn't like Paramedic? No, I didn't like the album. Oh. Uh, yeah. There was a few joints on it that well, I really liked. I just want to know what what did you not like about it? Um there's Thanks. that um, what's what's the the weekend track with the uh, wait uh it's like not rapping it's dancey and then maybe Kendrick is doing his pop rap on it. Ooh, it's one of the, bi- the one of the bigger you. ones. No, 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 that's the different one. It's uh, one of the bigger records that the the sing- one of the singles. You mean all the stars? Maybe that one. Yeah, yeah, that one. That one did mm. not like that, and that could yeah, have set, like that set, set the whole mood. And anyway, there was a few so joints that I, really I like. Bloody like Waters though, that was dope. That's, that's I do think they set a good tone for that album. Like whoever decided to use these kind of drums and kind of the African samples, they set like a good soundscape for that. Al- I use that word a lot. I don't know if I'm using it correctly. Soundscape. Yeah, it like it sounds new and african but not like world music yeah which is what they tried to do and shout out to ludwig uh the producer who's also childish gambino's mm. uh main producer That's most dope. of the time uh from the community tv show actually they really set it off with that i think they did a phenomenal job so yeah you, it, that album would have been fine yeah uh, next well i'll keep it for next time if we do that so Bet. um but the thing is with Flower Boys, I didn't want to. At first, I wanted to like research uh, more about the album, what went into it, but I just I didn't want to because uh, Tyler the Creator is not my favorite rapper. He's not. Oh, Tyler the Creator is not my favorite rapper. He's not my top five. He's not my top ten. And I didn't like Tyler the Creator until this album. I don't think he's whack. I don't think he's corny. I don't think he's not a lyricist. But I really liked 
his uh his commitment to theme and the thing is is with with me like um it's hard to decide why you for me it's hard to decide what i like about an album and what i think is lyrical you know i don't think that he had like like super bars you know what i mean i don't think he had like uh uh the the like sharpest punchlines or anything like that i don't think but he's trying to do that right exactly that's exactly it. i think he was trying to be honest and express himself and he did that well he had a theme he had a motif he had one even um like the way he rep he had a uh he would repeat um a certain line a, f a few times in transition between songs and i at first i thought it was just like random and kind of goofy and it kind of got on my nerves but as i listened i realized that's part of his his thing you know he's right. setting up a thing and um even though that thing sometimes missed me i was like okay but i listen as i listened to it more and more over the years i really liked how um he committed to that all the way through and i really miss hearing albums that have like a, a solid theme and the artist commits to it and it sounds good it's not like i'm gonna make a concept album and i'm gonna use space sounds because you know afrofuturism yeah and you know like right. it's it that gets really stale and boring anybody can do that <clears throat> shout well, out to that black panther album we just talked yeah about. yeah <laughs> <laughs> shout out to, but yeah so uh the i really um there's another thing um i'm gonna like uh when when an artist wants to be deep and they want to make their mature album there's this tendency to say like I'm going to expand my my vocabulary and I'm going to use multi-syllable lines. Mm. That shit bores the fuck out of me. I know people love that. I know it sounds super intellectual, but like I don't like uh when art or sound is sacrificed to achieve some kind of like class class It's an image they're of, trying to portray. Yeah, like uh when you said lyrically lyrical earlier that's exactly what I was worried about when I heard people saying, this album is so great. I'm like, okay, he's going to be less edgy and more like uh, he's going to use more adverbials or whatever. And that's going to make me an annoyed. But he didn't. And it was cool all the way through. So that's uh, uh Yeah, I forgot why I brought that up. But um, yeah. So anyways, going back to theme, he's talking about car. Like uh, he's talking about driving a lot. And uh, I think... Uh, that was not so impressive, but I think that as I listened, I really enjoyed that we he kept reminding us we're in a car in a lot yeah. of ways, and um, I was like, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. This is, I don't know. It's, it was very, it was very, it was art to me, so I really enjoyed that, and it what, sounded good. I yeah. what did you think about <clears throat> the theme overall of the whole album? The um, like what 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 he says on this album like what happened like the main talking points like what he well one thing is about himself on the song when the uh when the flower where this flower blooms where this flower blooms yeah he's talking about self-care a little bit mm. and um i think uh previously he's so i want to say like dirty <laughs> like in the in his past his uh his rhymes are not really that like uh or his his subject matter is really not that um personal it's just like do you ever okay you ever did you all go to white schools at all 
No. I did most of my life. Yeah. Same. I mean, there was white people in my community. I grew up in California, so it was hella white people, you, you know, but yeah. it wasn't a white school. My high I'm school was really diverse, but before that, I went to a private uh, my school. My high school definitely wasn't a white school. What was it? Most I was in Hawaii for most of high school, and so, so we was all brown in there. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. I'm, you have a weird kid that you, you try to be cool with, and he's always like, uh, you know, you're trying to develop a nice friendship. And then suddenly they say something. They always do something really random or disgusting or, you know, like, I feel like Tyler, the creator's music is like that kid okay. where it's just like you never know what you're going to get. It's always over the top. And I don't enjoy it. But with this one, um, like with uh, when with the theme of talking about self-care and talking about his emotions and talking about intro- just being more introspective, I felt like I was finally listen to someone take himself seriously and it was it was this is nice. a mature album he to me. reflected a lot man yeah this yeah. album was shocking to me yeah because i had <clears> listened to odd future i'd been a fan since their or tyler's appearance on jimmy fallon with uh haji when they mm. performed sandwiches and they had the girl that looked like the ring and they were like screaming in yeah, jimmy fallon's that face shit, yeah. that's when i was like oh shit i kind of like this so <laughs> i've been following them ever since that you know they were like young kids you know, it was doing very, some new Wu Tang shit. I did it. It was very punk. Yes. I was like, these yeah. kids just don't give a fuck. I dig it. Yeah. And very problematic at times. Before Street. problematic was, you know, a kind of zeitgeist kind of word or, yeah. you know, yeah. way of thinking. Mm. But Tyler, you know, he was provocative. It was interesting. And then, you know, this album's coming out. And I'm like, okay, I dig Tyler. He's not my mm. favorite rapper. Mm. He's an all right producer. You mm. know, I, I, I'm going to listen to this album. Then the review started coming out, and it's like, oh, Tyler comes out on this album, and that I think came we talked about that on the podcast too. I'm sure we have when it happened, yeah, yeah. And I have different thoughts on it now than probably at that time, mm. but it was definitely surprising as an understatement. Like, never saw that coming from his previous statement. Yeah, I didn't see that coming either, but yeah. I also forgot he came out on that because he mentions. He mentions kissing white boys from whatever. Yeah. That's what. Well, to be honest, yeah, I didn't listen to the album again. I listened to part of it, mm. but Same. I finished the dissect podcast season about it, which I had been listening to. I've brought up dissect on this podcast before. The person takes an album, and every season is a different album, and he goes track by track and talks about the musical qualities, the lyrics, the meaning. Theme. Yeah, and how the album is all connected, and he really gets into the musicality of this album in particular, which I think is good because I feel Tyler is not a good lyricist. Mm. He has no. good Never. verses sometimes, mm. but his producer um, qualities, what he does as a producer, are way more interesting, and he's super talented as a producer, yeah. and especially was after like fully realized on this project too. It's like this is his this magnum is his, opus, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, I yeah, absolutely yeah. agree. And I, and the way the guy on dissect really breaks down musicality in a way I don't really understand, even though I studied music a little bit. Right. The way he's like, oh yeah, these descending chords are you know a reoccurring motif. So maybe Tyler's trying to portray this. The way he breaks it down is just like, yo, yeah. if if Tyler did those things intentionally, he's almost a musical genius He's savant brilliant. kind yeah, of time. Yeah. 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 Because the chord changes and everything. It's just stuff you don't hear in most right. hip-hop. I, 
I mean, I I um I was happy to talk about this album. It was one of my favorite albums Absolutely. Of, of the yeah. year. And, um, you know, having been a fan of Tyler since he kind of first came out, I was just intrigued by him. You know, yeah. his album product's like, ah, oh, this is pretty good. But uh, a lot of it was shock value. And right. a lot of it is like he makes it, he has an interesting sound for his boom bap beats that gives it a very odd future type of sound. He's basically the RZA of odd future. Lots you of know? minor and chords like, and things yeah, like and that. It's, yeah. And, but, you know, a lot of things are provocative that I don't sit well with. Yeah. But this album was just... Uh, uh, maybe mature is not the way to honest uh, maybe it's uh, yeah. like yeah it, it's like a, his first fully realized project like everything just came together and it was delightful because the previous project was the first one i was like man this is super trash like i just don't like yeah, cherry bomb at all like almost nothing on it and it was the first album of his that was like that for me i'd like at least two or three in the previous projects but this i think is just a cohesive deliberate singular piece of artwork from an extremely talented artist that is just fully realized and and one of the things that makes this album so much more spectacular is that he fucking orchestrated the entire project you know this is not him this is not a illmatic where fucking pete rock q-tip and you mean you produced know, yeah i, I mean the raps you know he's like he's writing his raps he's fucking making the beats he's organizing oh, okay, arranging okay, okay. like this is his this is tyler you know when you get a, like a, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy that's kanye but that's kanye Made in the studio with committee saul camp. williams yeah. and john bryan and you know and and like tribe is like all of these people and kendrick is all of these people but this album this is a singular focus of a person and a, his full kind of just potential as an artist and i just think that it is a phenomenal fucking piece of work yeah and and i just i don't even really i didn't go back to listen to it again i was like i don't need to i i, I listen to this album track for track occasionally from time to time i just like it and while i don't while I don't, how can I say this? Can I interject I, real quick? Yeah, bust it. I think we're underselling the importance of what he exposed on the album. Mm. A little bit because we're music fans and we really like the music. But what he does on this album, like how we were talking about uh, before we started recording about Malik Yoba, mm. um, I guess coming out in a certain kind of way about yeah. something. Well, he just yeah. said that he likes all women, uh, transgender women included, and in particular. Mm. I mean, for Tyler to make this album, especially with his history, uh, being a young person, even though that might may help a little bit, yeah. but definitely as a major hip-hop figure of a generation, to be like, oh yeah, maybe I'm not a straight heterosexual male. Mm. It's incredible yeah it's it's ground it's groundbreaking in my opinion and uh, i think that impact of this album tyler was already you know an icon mm. for his generation and you know others but this album kind of put him above that he kind of like ascended to a different level yes yeah. he um he he ascended to a point that even like uh dj khaled is mad about it dj khaled is uh. shocked about it he was mad you about know what I, mean? I think Igor, right? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like... I Wait, what did he say about Igor? He was... I'm not familiar. He, you, you know, I can't remember. I 
Well, he was just like, I can't believe that my album didn't sell as much as Igor. What the uh, fuck is this type of shit? I'm hating her a little bit right now. And it's more nuanced than that, but essentially... Get your bars he ended up, up, DJ Khaled. He ended up suing... I think he's suing Billboard because... Yeah. He, he's suing Billboard because he had a package deal. Like, if you buy this sports drink, you get a copy of the album. And Billboard didn't want to count those um, streams or sales uh, towards the metrics. So if he would have counted those, and it would have been better than Igor or whatever. Hey man, but who cares? Jay-Z and Samsung already did that, and then they, they banned it. So yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, Step you your know, motherfucking game. There's up, ways to game the yeah. system, and apparently people do. But that doesn't, that like, really... Um, you know, if Kanye was the most influential, Kanye and Wayne were the most influential artists of the tens, uh, with Drake kind of pulling us in from the mid to maybe, you know, 15. Uh, Tyler is right there as one of the kind of highest tier, like actual artists mm. within popular hip hop culture. Yeah. And while I don't like fucking hold it to the same regard as I do like a tribe or some shit, yeah. I appreciate him just the thing that is just astounding to me is like this is him yeah. you know what i mean like sure there's probably people helping and shit to some degree but yo the production credits it ain't got 30 people on that shit for the lyrics and the right. beat you know what i mean and that's something special and something i've always held in a high regard hey yo if you like this album or you're checking it out because we're talking about it and or you're just into this kind of thing i highly recommend the dissect podcast i highly recommend that in general because mm. he talks about um, the first season is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That Second is season is uh, Kanye. Okay. Wait, what'd you say? Kendrick. Second season is Kendrick, yes. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly. Butterfly. Third season is Blonde by mm -hmm. Frank Ocean. He did a mini season about the miseducation of Lauren Hill. And this last season is Scumfuck Flower Boy. Uh, I haven't listened which to Which are... I mean, if you're a music fan, you gotta... Hear it's him talk, a, break it's, everything yeah. it's down. It's a deep dive into the art, yeah. which is really compelling and interesting. Where do we put this? Well, oh, Kate. Kate, can we get some Oh, thoughts? damn. I forgot. I, I mean, I don't really have much to add. I listened to it and I enjoyed it. And uh, Is this I the first time for this, my this first podcast? Uh, I think. I mean, I heard some of the singles, like See You Again. Yeah. And I still like that. Mm. And I liked, I liked what he was doing. Even the hype singles, like the more, you know, in tune with modern sounds and, you know, heavy drums like uh, Who That Boy yeah. and not 911. That was the lead single, What's the other it? track? Probably. Uh, what's the other track? Uh, Who That Boy and I Ain't Got Time. Mr. Got time. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Those tracks are lovely. Yeah. I love those tracks. I, like, uh, I love Boredom in particular. Yeah. Like, it's just like a summer like it's got a it's a it's a whole vibe and when i listen to this album i tend mm. to want to listen to it like um as a whole like usually when i put on one yeah. track i kind of let it rock i yeah. wouldn't have been like it's, that until i listened to the podcast and now i want to take it in as a whole piece th this yeah. is this is what i'm talking about when it uh, when i was trying to describe earlier it's like this is like a work of art. You know right. what I mean? This is actual piece of artwork as compared to uh, a market where the great majority of the artists are making a formulaic type of sound and putting their twist on it. Mm -hmm. That's why you have like everything sounds like trap beats for a large segment of these people. All mm -hmm. the flows sound like triplets for a large segment of these people. Yeah. And there's outliers in, in any direction. Mm -hmm. But like with this, this is like 
obviously there's influences there, but also this is just like him expressing himself exactly. as honestly yeah. as he can. And that means that it sounds like things, but it doesn't sound like anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, to, to, you know, I, I just really love the album. Um, I, I more than love it. I would probably say I really respect the endeavor. Yeah. yeah. I really respect the endeavor. Good word. I'm going to settle on. It's because I, I don't love it like I love some of the other albums on this list. Yeah. But I respect it tremendously. Same. I didn't care for Igor as much, but, you know. I haven't re-listened to Igor, but on the first listen, I was like, oh, that's all right. It's like yeah. his older albums, but more mature. In my it opinion. feels like uh, his Pharrell fandom showed. Oh, his Pharrell fandom showed. Like he, I, yeah. I, I heard, like, I was halfway through, and I was like, all right, this is definitely someone that loves Pharrell a lot. Like, And it's not a bad thing, because Pharrell's fire, but I just, you know. All right. Where uh, do we put it? Sorry, yeah. Did you want to add anything in particular, Cake? No. No? no? All right. Cake, where do you think the album should go? Um. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm playing the wrong shit. Oh, yeah. This isn't boredom, but this No, this, this is song boredom, is good. This is boredom. Oh, but that is boredom? I, I just mean, like, I was not supposed to be playing shit with lyrics. Oh, yeah. no, that's mm-hmm. fine. Actually... Last Play song, something actually. else from that, <laughs> from that album. I love that. I do love this album a little bit now. Well, Can I you play I Ain't Got Time? I haven't listened to Rose Gold, but I would put it in that area. I would put it above the game. I would put it above the documentary. Oh, that's the same shit. I put it above Drake. I put Ayo. it above Pharaoh Monch. I'll Mega, put what in that think? area. What do you What do you want me to play from this joint? I ain't got time. Um, where do I put it? I I have it somewhere around the top four. Wait, as in numbers one, two, three, and four? No, I think it's below. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> below. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, Are I have it right? below the pimp butterfly. Um, I could hear an argument for it being better than Good Kid or The Tribe or The Kanye, but mm. I definitely think that it sits above Layla or I think it sits around Layla or Elzai for sure. Around any I would be actually okay with it anywhere from from 3 to Lupe Fiasco shit. Yeah, Cake, I see you trying to preserve currency spot. But <laughs> I think I I definitely gotta put it above Layla's wisdom. I am actually thinking about sitting it right around there too. Yeah, I wasn't expect I wouldn't because I didn't I don't know like I haven't heard Rose Gold yet and I haven't heard um, oh I haven't heard Rose Gold yet either but um I don't know and I. Cannot remember liking Tetsu, Tetsuo and Youth because Lupe is just so annoying. Uh, I'm gonna reiterate <laughs> that I do not like that album <laughs> okay. at all. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I, and I really like. I don't want to put it above Layla's Wisdom because I like that's that's one of my top five all-time faves albums. It, um, but yeah, I'll put it like, like under it somewhere. It sounds like that's about right then. So between rap- Layla's Wisdom and, and Rose Gold? Uh, oh, 
I was thinking right under Rhapsody because they placed it they placed it further down and I hold it in a little bit higher regard. So yeah, I was fine with it being above the L's eye but below Rhapsody. Yes, yeah. Well, to, to be fair to Cake, um, maybe we should do some kind of game of chance. I mean, I I don't want to put it that low. I mean, I like it more <laughs> than the Lupe joint. I like it more than the Freddie Gibbs joint. Elmatic is dope. So I would put it somewhere in that area as well. Where do you like it more or less than Elmatic? Which, you know, is a bad way to think about it, but, you know, yeah. for this list. Mm, I think I would put it uh, above Elmatic. I, I like, actually I like, like it, but I guess I just prefer the uh, Scumfuck Flower Boy because he's doing something that's not right. what's, that's not Elmatic. I, I think that that cool. would be actually to put El. Elmatic above it would be a tremendous disservice to the kind of creativity it takes to create this. This is a singular person making that. Yeah. And Elmatic is all off the back of fucking a great album in the first place. So mm. let's flip a coin above or below Layla's Wisdom. All right. what What's the uh, deciding side, head or tails? Wait, which one's heads? The 100 yen heads? Or the let's say the 100 is the heads. Okay. Your, it's your album, so yeah, you decide. Uh, above for head. Okay. Lame. Oh yeah, y'all like that? No. <laughs> that was lame. One more time. <laughs> I'm, very <laughs> <laughs> I'm very bad at I'm very bad Okay. Third time's a charm. Roll it. I like this song too. Heads, it goes above. Tails, it goes below. Heads. All right. Above Layla's Wisdom. Above Layla's Wisdom. Which I think is correct. Mm. Hey, yo, man. I love this list more every time we do this. Yo, we uh, we recorded hella longer. Fam, are you okay? Yeah. Is that a new watch? It is a new watch. That's tight. Thank you. Can, Can I read? What, is the, what does tight. that say? Your ring say? I'll let you read it. I'd like to let the listeners know that oh, Late okay. and Mega have matching watches. So uh, what? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was so trying to stick us. He was trying to stick us <laughs> with the game. <laughs> he, he, he was away with the game. You were sitting on that the whole time. With it. Yeah. Did you hear my joy uh, yeah. in Mega recognizing that I have a white watch? Yeah. I was like, yes, it is new, Mega. Uh, <laughs> As we talk about Scumfuck Flower Boy, let right. me hit you guys with one top iffy MC. So basically a top iffy MC is like where do you when you hear the name on a top a top 100 mm. list, right? So if I was to say for example, if I was to say like Tupac, mm, okay. most people would say he's kind of a top 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? In Easy. terms of that, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. Whether he's 1 or 7 is 10 seems about right. Sure. When you when you say like a a fucking I don't know, a DMX, maybe a top 50, top 70. Mm would would work out right somewhere within that spectrum so for this mc or let's let's think of an mc to to put on here how about let's let's go let's go real hard and say eminem where does eminem land for you in a top 50 mc or top mcs of all time what what bracket would you put him in top 10 top 10 i think 20 sounds good for me <laughs> y'all gonna be mad Provocative-wise, uh, I'm going to say top five. 
because I can no, see somebody the, the, putting the ratio. Top five. The ratio is ten. Oh, tens. Ten. Well, then top ten definitely. Ten. So wait, uh, I can say like any any tier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mm. No, I mean, be as objective <laughs> as you can, not personal taste, but okay. like this is kind of the idea is to try to approach objectivity. Okay. And I think that it's fair. There, I mean, there's a lot of really dope MCs, and Eminem is undoubtedly one of the greatest uh, to put words together. Now, where it comes down to is what you think about his content and how much mm. you value those album sales. Uh, top, top 20. That's how I feel. Mm. I feel like he could land somewhere in the top 20, mm. and I wouldn't argue against that. You know what I mean? Yeah, top yeah, 10, yeah. I feel like I could make some arguments. Yeah, top 10, I would argue. I feel like off. 20s is fine with 20s me. Is good so you me. got top 10, Cake? Sure. Top 10, Late? Yeah. Okay. I'm not really I'm not really keeping too much track of this list or anything. It's not published, but it's just something I like to hear. Are you doing show uh, stuff late, or are we just going to end it? I'm a uh, oh yes, but uh, we have to kind of recap this list. The whole list is going to be in the show notes. I'm going to put that up so you can see the list as it grows. Uh, this scumfuck flower boy came out in 2017. 17. Boom. So I think he came here like in 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did you go? No, I wanted to, but yeah. I've never been to any of his shows out here. But he comes every other year or something like oh, that. Okay. Like usually liquid room. Time. But I probably wouldn't go now. It'd probably be too crazy. Yeah. But uh, before, I was interested in going. So what we ended up with is Tyler at number five. We got Currency at 13. Wiz Khalifa at 2000, or sorry, at 18. And these are Scumfuck Flower Boy, The Drive-In Theater, and Cushion Orange Juice, respectively. And we got The Underachievers, Indigoism at number 32. And it is a list with 33 albums on it. Boom. You can see the whole thing on the site I'm eventually going to put up. Or if you go to our link tree or uh, the fat URL with all our other links on it. Uh, we're the Mega Late Show. We keep doing this segment, at least for a little bit more. Usually we have a guest on and we do interviews and talk about dope shit. Like all the upcoming shows that we're about to talk about right about now today or first Masi and Cake thank you guys for coming out really appreciate Power. it thanks for having me it was fun a lot of fun cheers man I like I said I enjoy this a lot and hearing other people's perspective is very important so I'm glad you guys contributed thank you so much do you guys have anything upcoming that you would like to talk about or put into the ether or something like that Layback CX new mixtape coming out sometime this month within the next week or two. Oh, really? Really? Uh, September. Tight, man. Congratulations. Yep. Thank Super you very dope. much. Yeah. Tight. Yo, when you guys Thank release you. it, man, like try to get with us, uh, um, and maybe we can get you on the show to talk about it or some shit. Oh, well, right uh, on. Towards the end of the year. I don't know. We're kind of booked up. I almost no. <coughs> October. We have some time. We've got limited it. right now. Yeah. We're booking at the moment. I think we're going to have a really special guest in October, too. That's looking like it's shaping up, and Should that's going to be. be really dope. Awesome. Yeah. Can I tell them? Can I say it? Is mm, it is I'm it confident enough to say their name now. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. I think we're going to have Dos Monos on. 
I don't know who that is. Sorry. They're a Japanese rap group. Kind of got some acclaim this year. Needle Drop did a, a review on their album. Kind of experimental, avant-garde, yeah, boom bap type of hip hop. Really strange. I wouldn't shit. call them experimental, okay. but it is new and dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. Dos it's Monos. Yeah. I guess it means two monkeys, but I'm not sure why. Oh, Actually, it does no, mean monkeys. Yeah. Um, I think it also means cute. Oh, okay. I think. Uh, Patrick uh, Patrick St. Michelle did an interview with them recently. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. You said they're Japanese? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Anything coming up? Uh, just work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the, the bills. Yeah. Um, I'm. A, I'm wanna, but the rent, nigga. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I want to do some. Uh, do some more music next year but uh man it's been rough so but when i get some time i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll let y'all know i'll be real noisy same this same this i'm I'm almost there though we're working i'm trying to get on my shit too yo today this uh (laughs) episode is released on the 20th sounds right so you can go and see Huh, it's kind of a slow week. If you want to go see Kirk Franklin, you can check him out at uh, Billboard Live, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Kirk Franklin? Kirk Franklin. Oh, wow. Yeah. From uh, You, know, you remember might. cleaning up on Sundays to that <laughs> shit cake? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no? You, you, you're a fan. you don't come from a religious family? Uh, we Kate do, grew but, up in a but, white school. But so. uh, <laughs> that is, uh, why, why are you speaking lies, Kate? Okay? <laughs> I mean, coming here, from yeah. the guy that keeps on trying to make me and Lade have some type of it's like, not sexual a lie, relationship. Though. It's, you know, you have a dot and a dot, and I'm just drawing the line and calling <laughs> the segment. Lord, That's right. all I'm doing here. Wow. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not even going to dispel any of those rumors. Like, run with it. <laughs> Shout out to Malik Yoba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, after you get done watching Kirk Franklin three days in a row. On the 24th, Doja Cat is going to be at WWWX. I forgot about that show. I'm going to try and go catch that because I am infatuated with her. I think she's amazing (laughs) for physical and audiological reasons. I meant to talk to you about her, actually. I thought she was like singular person making all of her music, but she's been signed and she's got like a whole team and shit. Oh, yeah. She's major now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even before the like even with the bitch I'm a cow shit. She's still okay. not. Fair enough. By the way, yeah. No, I was just. I I thought it was. Yeah. I'm she's not saying not. anything about the quality of it. <laughs> no, I just no, thought that messing. she was doing a Tyler, but she's doing a. Yeah, I love that song. That's the song that got me. Nikki. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and on the 25th, the Wednesday, we got 2019-08-24. That is uh, JJJ, Ryugo Ishida from Yurafua Gang, Aru Two, Kid Fresh, Kid Freshino, Rikia, and Shimoso. Uh, Kid, Fresh, Kid Freshino, Rikia, and Shimoso are doing DJ sets, and that's going down at WWWX. Also, that's the Wednesday. Thursday is a Showakayo night, you, where they play, you know, old school Japanese songs from like the 80s and maybe 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s Japanese songs before this Heisei era. That was before this era, and they do that every fourth Thursday at Rhythm Cafe. Uh, that same day, uh, Flying Lotus is going to be at Shinkeepa Studio Coast. That's the 26th, the Thursday of September. The next day. Oh, shit. Hold on. I forgot. There are some other things. I skipped them. 
Uh, Mega, do you have anything while I scramble? No, sir, I don't. Let me just double check right here. Yo, I ate some Vegemite the other day. That shit is trash. You don't like Vegemite? Hell no. Uh, I've got something for October 10th. All right, hold on. Let me, uh, let me get these off real quick. On the 20th, the Friday, we have Mienai Raibu at Harlem. That's under Slow Jams, Chico Carlito, Vigor Man, and Sat, maybe? S-double-A-T. Chico Carlito is dope. I've listened to him a few times. Uh, Also, on the 22nd, Kaiko is going down at Contact. That's, uh... Oh, man, I forgot the DJ's name. But it's a pretty... uh, well-known event here in Tokyo by a DJ whose name I can't remember, so that's a bit embarrassing, but go check them out. It's Rito, Olive Oil, Cro-Magnon, Blarmy, and Old Dick Foggy. That's uh, Sunday the 22nd at Contact. And... Uh, I've got I've got one. I don't right, think you mentioned it. it. Uh, 921 at Circus. Submerse. See you soon. Release party. That's our guy Submerse. Fitz Ambrose. Phonics. Stupid Kozo, Tim Parker, uh, Yamaneko, and Yuki Bev. That's going down at Circus. Yeah, that sounds tight. Yeah, I'm probably going to be at that. I sure. might be at that also. Yeah. That's the Saturday, right? That's right. That sounds good. Yeah, for sure. I think me and Downs are going to be I'm there working. as well. But I may come after. Should be there. Yeah. Uh, on the 27th, the Friday, we have 50-50 at Club Asia. That's DJ Kensei, our guy DJ Quiet Storm, Shingo 2, and Spin Master A and A1. That is at Club Asia on the 27th. Also that same day, Born Free having their fourth anniversary special, the f- day four. That's Shintaro, DJ Alamaki, Marzi from Proper Pedigree and Yentown, DJ Sa and Tsukasa. Uh, Born Free is a regular event. This is an anniversary event, so it's going to be special, as in the title. So go check them out. And that same day, we will be having uh, Collusion. At Harry's Sandwich Shop. That's the open DJ platter, open platter event. You can come by and uh, test out a set or just play some music. Thank you, man. Platter, and I like that. I felt pretty good about that when it it hit off. So, yeah, uh, come check us out for a little 500 yen. You can hop on some decks, and, you know, if you don't know how to play, we'll give you a little instruction, and you can rock out. Anybody's welcome if time allows. And, yeah, we just, you know... do some music stuff, creative stuff together as a community. Let's collude and uh, make some shit happen. And I believe that's it for the calendar. Yo, stay tuned for more information about shows coming up in October. Our homegirl El Shimada is going to be out here doing shit with Daisuke Tanabe. Yeah, and I mean, be tight. there's hella other shit on the calendar. I didn't say because it happens almost every week. I play at Coins Bar every Thursday with my guy Urban the Arab, the the urban aristocrat so check the calendar to see all the regular events stand-up comedy and other things like that and this is the mega late show that's right this was a long recording i'm starting to feel it now it I was talked a lot it was a long recording i usually don't talk this much yeah i've got 240 minutes on the if ticker fake news. really yeah. if fake news. or two hours and 40 minutes okay. that sounds more <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I, I miss speakeasy <laughs> oh, my bad my bad uh, hyper <laughs> hey
Thanks for coming out, fellas.